Welcome back to the 19th ever iced coffee. What's it called? Hour. <laughs> Sorry, we should redo that. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Let's keep it in there. Let's no. keep it in there. <laughs> no edits. Keep going. Oh, okay. Uh, we have made to date $4,790. And in this video that we will get demonetized in, we'll probably lose some money. <laughs> I hope not. Now, That's right. for those Never that are not aware, back. first of all, the lengths that we had to go through to get you on the podcast, oh. this is a big deal. We all got uh, illness tests right before coming on the podcast, so none of us were positive. We're all negative, but uh, that was a pretty penny to get uh, tested Yeah, like that. <laughs> it's, uh, but we made it, and, and it, it, it feels weird because I almost feel like back to normal now. Yeah. Because this has been the first social gathering that I've had without masks, and I think even if I counted masks, I've had like two social gatherings since the pandemic began. Wow. And that's six months now. Mm-hmm. Six and a half yeah. months of quarantine. Now, this mm-hmm. is exciting for us to have you on. Big because deal. It's a, it's a huge deal because not only did our video that we do together where you lost $2 million in Tesla, dude, it's at like 300,000 views now, but wow. your channel has exploded this wow. year. This is the year of Meet Kevin. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think in a few months... You're going to have more views total than I will on YouTube. No way. Yeah, you're almost really? at 150 million views so far. Oh my gosh. And I'm at uh, 196. Now I have but a goal. Catch- but you're catching up by 6 million views a month. Wow. You're gaining on me. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm so, going gonna, gonna to go to five videos a day now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so really quick, I think it's important to know who you are. So if you wouldn't mind just giving us like a 30-second background for anyone who's tuning in who doesn't know your channel. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So... Uh, Went to UCLA, real estate broker. I'm 28, uh, married, got two kids, and uh, yeah. Now, you know, I started making YouTube videos after I saw Graham talking about real estate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, if Graham can do it, I can oh, do it. Oh, jeez, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this idiot can do it. Anyone can do it. <laughs> but uh, and, and then I think I, I reached out to you uh, for, uh, what was it, uh, a Sprinkles Cupcake? Yes. Yeah, and that's how we met. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember your email. You sent me an email. I think I was back at like 60,000 subscribers or 50,000 subscribers on the channel. You reached out and your email was basically we we're like the same person. Really, that, that's how it sounded. How so? What, what in the email? The similarities between them. Do you have it? Oh, I'm my sure I gosh. Find it. Hold on one sec. You know, it yeah. wouldn't surprise me because we both started buying real estate so early. And that's something I always try to pay to drive home is buy real estate. Buy real estate, and that's if there's anything I did well over the last ten years, it's it's just buying real estate. I still I can never spell your last name, even to this day. Kevin, yeah, first name Meat. Okay, got it. <laughs> I can type. You want me to type it for you? E, no, P A F F. P A F F. Or A T H. Well, you messed it up already. R A T H. Not Patty. R A T H. There we go. I can't. I can't type. It's impossible. Yeah, I know. Whoa! No! 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 Is that it? It's a love letter. Look at it. October thirteenth. This is an exposed video. Two thousand seventeen. We're coming up on the anniversary. Almost. We're almost three years now. Whoa! Three years ago, this happened. Uh, Kat, I'm going to read this. No. <laughs> I'm drinking. I mean, this is just water, of course. <laughs> All right. Hi, Graham. A lot of your audience on YouTube seems to be younger and either aspiring or newer. Having watched you since your 7,000 sub days, which wasn't even that long ago, congrats, 
I know we share a lot of the same philosophies and wanted to offer potential talks and film sites, renovations in progress on either flips or rental deals. I personally don't flip. Now, keep in mind, I have not seen his email since back then. I have not looked at it. So this is the first time I've seen this almost three years. I'm 25. With my wife, we own just over $4 million in properties, almost exclusively single-family rentals. I usually sell about $20 million per year, about 40 deals. No door knocking or ferry customer service. I'm my own broker. We just started a renovation business exclusively for our clients, meetanddone.com. <laughs> we have neat ideas that I think could benefit your channel and offer growth in both YouTube and real estate. Best wishes for your continued growth, Kevin. P.S. I started at 18 after quitting at Red Robin and almost quit college UCLA. I've walked in the footsteps of your viewers. And I responded back, yes, let me know when you can talk. And I gave my phone number. That's that's, that's it. And then what, since then, we've been to North Carolina. Yeah. Where, where have we been? We've been to a lot of places. Uh, Washington, D.C. D.C. was fun. Canada. Canada. And we've just been going to Vegas. Vegas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, giving talks on real estate and YouTube. Vegas a few times. Yes. And it seemed yeah. like at least two of your big viral hits, I was with you. Oh, as they took off. Yeah, it was the, yeah. the credit card one. The credit card one. The JPM the Tesla one, and too. maybe the Tesla one. I forget. Well, yeah. But yeah, yeah, this one is those, amazing. Yeah. So hopefully yeah, we have another years. banger coming tomorrow. Let's get Kevin O'Leary yeah. to number one on trending. Jeez, yeah. That video was really good, by Thank the way. Thank you. If Thank you haven't you. watched Graham's Kevin O'Leary video, watch it. Right. He basically, through Graham, makes fun of me. Margin on stocks. <laughs> yeah, where do we even start? We've got to talk about the margin let's on stocks. Let's go right into the margin <laughs> on stocks. Okay. So tell us from the right beginning. Right into the because, depths of the holes. you made millions of dollars in Tesla yeah, stock. Yeah, How did this start? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, well, I, I think it all started with just having bought the Model X. And I think one of the weirdest things was, I don't even know if I should say this, but it was when we were driving to Vegas, uh, or we were driving somewhere, and it's just like a seven-hour drive, and the car's on autopilot, and it's like, I'm editing, like, credit cards exposed on my laptop in the car I remember that like three years ago or two years ago probably at this point uh and uh you know ever since i started realizing this autopilot was really so powerful i, I couldn't get away from tesla yeah. and i i'm so cautious of of getting brainwashed into the the hype of it because if you look online everything's just like hype fests on tesla especially the online but um I don't know. What do you think? Am I just overhyping Tesla? Or but to me, it's like if if I could if I if I could only pick one stock, that's the only stock I would so, buy. So, but back then, how mm. much did you invest in Tesla stock? Oh, okay. So uh, when I first bought the car, it sucked. So nothing. <laughs> and then it got better. Why would you say it sucked? Oh, it was horrible. The crap I went through with the car. I have an old old video somewhere, but I had um, almost every time I went to get in the car, I would have errors. So you'd get in, it was autopilot not available, mm. car can't start, car needs service. There was a time where I was late for an appointment. I got in and it was doing some weird bugs. I called Tesla and they said, "Here's what you got to do: take your key, walk five minutes away from the car, so so you're distant from the car, so the car can just hard reset alone." Wow! And then I came back and the problem was, and I'm like, "What? This is the stupidest car! Oh, I thought I bought a wow. lemon." Yeah. And then I saw the car go from lemon to not lemon, and I'm like, "They did that all over the air. That's new, <laughs> you know?" Wow. So I, I think that's really what got me so inspired. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I, how heavy did I go on Tesla? I think I probably was 400K in on Tesla before the pandemic. 
before the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what was your average buy-in? Because you were buying in a lot. I remember yeah. uh, when I sold at nine fourteen, you were buying more. I still buying. Yeah. Well, let's look at it right now. Uh, the uh, you know I hope I didn't mess up the mic there. But before the pandemic, and I just sold a little bit right before Battery right. Day because I want, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second here. Uh, but let's pop it up. So here's. Tesla. This is just the M1 Finance. Oh, so it's 190. Jeez, man. Look at that. 90. And it's what, 3.4 or whatever in yeah, now? Yeah, you have more in Tesla than I have in the entire market right now. And, and it's very poorly diversified. I think the only way I could, which I heard in, in the Kevin O'Leary video, right. 5% per stock. And I'm like, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> no. You Here. went against everything that he said yeah. with the margin, but you made money. Do you think that was luck? Or do you think that there's strategy behind this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always hard to say looking back. I think um, I, I think probably what really messed me up was back when I was initially buying real estate. Uh, all I would do when I was saving money in between deals was buy Apple. And it always did well for me over the last decade. And for me, I almost see Tesla as like the next decades, the Tesla decade. And I think they're just at the beginning of their growth curve. You know, now we look at the stock, it's like, oh, it's exponential. Mm. I think it's the start. Of, of an exponential curve for them. We'll see. I mean, who knows? And I don't want to just come here and Tesla yeah. hype everything. Does that but, scare you, know. you, though, to have so much money in Tesla? What's your margin yeah. right now? Yeah. Um, so if if I, what I did is, uh, so I've got my Robinhood margin paid off. I've got my Webull margin paid off because there was a point in July where I was, like, really heavy in, in margin. What was it, like, $3 million in margin, right? Uh, more. More. Probably, more probably at one point I was somewhere around like three and a half to four million wow. in margin. Yeah. Uh, and so one of the one of the reasons for that though is on some deals I had to panic close quickly on some that like for example I had a real estate deal where the seller was in hospice, going to die any day. And the lender's like, We just need a one week extension. We need a one week extension. The seller's like He's not going to make it, and then we're going to go into probate, and then I'm not going to get the deal. And so there were probably about three deals this summer where I took around $1.5 million out just to buy real estate cash. Hmm. So my view has always been, okay, well, if I'm, if I'm borrowing on margin to buy real estate cash, I always have that as a piggy bank. So if necessary, I can get a loan on that real estate and, uh, and sort of break that piggy bank. And then pay down margin. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it's slow, right? Uh, refinance these days, 45 yeah. days. Well, worst know. case, you could always get a hard money loan at like 10 or 11% for right. a year. That's true. Anyone would lend you at that. Bridget. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I think that real estate really gave me the confidence to maybe be hyper-focused on individual stocks, which is probably a mistake. But I, I think real estate is my biggest diversity. Mm. I mean, now, uh, this month, uh, the first couple of weeks of October, once this next one closes, uh, I'll, I'll be at like 16 in real estate. In, in total, right? Yeah. I have mortgages on these. So. Million for anyone. Yeah, and, and I was just, yeah. I was on my run with Lauren today. So 16 million in. The mm. debt's probably somewhere around nine. Uh, it, but I was on my run with Lauren today. I go, even if we just averaged 1%, just appreciation alone, 1% appreciation yeah. on that's 160 grand. Just 1%. Yeah. Unbelievable. My thought, is, is this enough? Because you have oh, enough yeah. right now where you could pay off all the margin. You could even pay off probably a lot of the real estate sure. and yeah. just call it quits. You won that. You already beat the game. Yeah. Now you're just making us look bad. <laughs> Stop. No, 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 no. No. You know, I don't... I don't know what it is. I think probably the biggest problem I have is working too much. Uh, it's just always, you know, not not having enough time for the family or the kids or putting work first. And, and so now I'm trying to do this new schedule where I'm working from five to two. 
is is the goal. So I wake up at like four fifty seven. And I try to be done at two. And my view is if I can get, you know, three or four videos out, great. And then spend time with the family to have that balance. But I used to, in that original email that mm-hmm. you, you pulled up there, I had a, a disclaimer at the bottom. Kevin takes Saturdays off to spend time with family. I did that for two years. Saturdays were the worst day of the entire week for two years. Because, because you couldn't work? I got nothing done. I felt, I was so anxious about all the things I wasn't doing that I actually felt stressed and like a, like terrible about myself uh, for taking mm. a day off to spend time with family. Now, if I work from five to two really hard, it's like, okay, you know, had some good videos or, or made some good progress in real estate. Then I get off at two and I feel really fulfilled. Like now I'm going to go on a run with the family. Now I'm going to, you know, watch Twilight with Lauren, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, and uh, that, I don't know. I think that's almost what, what helps me have some semblance of happiness. Yeah. That's the hardest thing to get. Is the balance Why do you of think you work so much? I've, Lauren's been trying to figure that out with me too. <laughs> it's, it's well, why? So have, has it yeah. always been like this? Yeah, it's always been this. It's way. always been like this. Yeah. Since when? Yeah. When did you notice that maybe you had a thing for work? Um, probably my first job, uh, which uh, Red Robin. Uh, actually, no? so a couple before Java that. Java Juice Hollister. Hollister. Oh, that's Hollister. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and then as soon as yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, uh, as as soon as I um, as soon as my uh, manager found out that I was volunteering for the police department, mm-hmm. she cut my hours to zero. Why? Why? Uh, well, I think her one of uh, one of the people in her family had uh, been like discriminated against by a cop or something oh, like wow. that, and so I'm like, well, shouldn't have said that. There goes that job. So, wow, but okay. I spent three years with law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I always worked at my jobs like it was my own business and it was really frustrating because I'll never forget scraping mold off the shelves of Jamba Juice in the back. Nobody else would do that stuff. Mm. And it's just like, ah, this is my shop, you know, I'm going to do it as best as I can. Uh, and and then after a year of doing that, they give me a 10 cent raise. I'm like, "Mm, I'm out of here. (laughs) So you've, so you've always had this knack to want to continue working because your work ethic is something that I think just, we're all shocked about it. Like, we have group texts no, between stop. all the finance people, and we're like, Kevin just posted his fourth video today. Stop. No, you How don't. Did, seriously. And I'm not in I, these chats. I'm being... <laughs> no, no. So, we have we have a, a Vegas... We have a Vegas chat between me, Jeremy, and Andre. Okay. And so, it's between the three of us that will be like, did you see Kevin's, like, fifth video today? How does he do it? How can he do this? And we're all in shock at, like, just mm. the momentum. Because I remember we talked a few months ago. I'm like, dude, you're going to get burnt out at doing this after, like, three months, two yeah. months. How You're not going to sustain it. You've done it. You've, like, doubled the length where I thought you would be able to do it and not get burnt out. It's quite bizarre. Uh, nowadays, with, with this new schedule that I have, the, the five to two, I wake up in the morning and I'm jazzed to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just like... Oh my gosh! I can't believe Jerome Powell did this, right? Like, and that sounds like so stupid, but for me, uh, it, it's it's almost like dual purpose because the more I know about what's going on in the government, yeah. and the more I could see that's going on with stimulus or or the Fed or whatever, the more it makes me feel comfortable about my real estate investments. Yeah, but let's but let's go deeper. Why why work so much? What does that give you? Yeah, like I'm is trying I'm trying to get down for like self fulfillment. Yeah. You know, because the reason I ask, I'm the exact same way. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to get your perspective and your point of view to better understand mine. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. Like, I just, I love it. Like, I'm I'm excited to wake up every single morning and be like, okay, now I can get to work. Like, I I love it. There's something about it that just makes me feel fulfilled. Sure. So, I'm curious from your perspective. 
Yeah, I, I can't say that it's a dollar amount just because Lauren and I, we don't spend much on ourselves. You know, I'll buy equipment. Anything that, that I could justify as work-related, I'll spend a lot of money on. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know because you're right. I mean, we I was thinking about it too. It's just sell all the stocks, pay off half the properties, uh, and, and just, just coast. I mean, I could mm. also just sell everything and put our entire net worth into AT&T. And and take a seven percent dividend and not have to work ever again, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So I, I don't I don't know why. <laughs> I think you that's, don't know that's why. the weird thing is it's not like, it can't gotta, be a number. You gotta it, have you gotta have an idea. It can't. It's not a number. I know that uh, number doesn't mean much in the bank account. I think maybe is it, is it notoriety? Is it is it having a sense of having a purpose? What, what that's is it? it. That's purpose. it. So not it's purpose. Purpose okay. more like it, I, I feel. Like one of the things that I, I love doing that a lot of people don't love so much is buying fixer uppers and then holding them as rentals, mm. especially here in California. That's a hard thing to grasp. Like, why? Why does that make sense? Because the cash flow is not that great out here. Uh, and I think really expanding on that business model is something that, that I'm just so jazzed about. Uh, something that, that I could just I could keep doing. And I, I don't have a boss. I could do that myself. What purpose does that give you? Rental <laughs> properties? Well, you know, this is it's almost like a. <laughs> Uh, I studied uh, some philosophy at, at UCLA where they're like, okay, well, what's the purpose of this? What's the purpose of this? And it, it all goes down. I remember Aristotle said it, it all comes down to living a good life was was their conclusion. Mm. And I read those because I'm, I have the same curiosity as you. Like, what's the bottom line? Like, why am I doing all this? Because right. there are some days you wake up and you're like, I don't want to do anything oh, today. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Or you wake up excited. And then, then you can't get anything done. Like the creativity doesn't come, right? Mm. Those things happen. So there are frustrations that come with it all. And yeah, it makes you wonder like, well, just quit and forget everything. But I don't know. Here I am. I just keep waking up every day. <laughs> but you haven't <laughs> you thought know? about why? Or or like, what's your end result? You what's the end goal? That? No. Uh, because I, yeah, I, t- I tell Lauren, I go, so what are we going to do? Are we just going to go live in, in uh, yeah, I mean, one day I'd love to live on like the coast of Spain or uh, the coast of uh, France or something, mm-hmm. have that Mediterranean climate like we do uh, here in SoCal, but, but just live somewhere over there on the Mediterranean Sea and just hang out like in all those movies. Uh, but I don't know that I'm ever going to do it because <laughs> I just keep working. And, and it's almost like a sin. Like, why? Like, stop. I don't know. Do you think you'd be happy if you were to yeah. just completely stop working? Because I think you're similar to Kevin O'Leary because he said that what he wanted to do was finally retire. So he took three years of his life where he said he wanted to visit every single like famous beach in the world. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said he wanted to do. And he went and he did that. But then he wanted to come home so bad like a year into it because he was miserable. He just wanted to continue working. Yeah. Do you think that that's something that you could see yourself doing? Like- I could see that, you know, having that experience with those Saturdays off. And it's so weird because I remember being in high school and it's like, school sucks. You know, like I yeah. hated school. Oh, like, yeah. I would ditch school and I, I would always get detention or I didn't, you know, suspended from school, internal suspension, they called it. Uh, and I would do anything to escape. Uh, so I'd park my car in the construction yard so there's no gate to get out and so I could go play World of Warcraft. That was like my, my childhood. Uh, RuneScape, Splinter Cell or whatever. Uh, I hated school. And I think it's almost like if, if, if you're just not like, I can grow with this. I, I saw no growing with yeah. school. I'm like, I hate it. It sucks. <laughs> get me out of here. Hmm. But well, with this, I feel like I could keep growing. I could, right. I could keep buying yeah. houses. I could keep fixing up crappy houses and and getting tenants into houses and keep doing it why i don't know i feel like a rat on a hamster wheel but i like my wheel (laughs) 
<laughs> what is it about it that you like so much? The houses? Yeah. Yeah. It's... It, it sounds like it's not money. Is it no. the challenge? Is it... I mean, the before and afters it? are nice, yeah. you know, but... Uh... See, I got tired of it. At first, really? I yeah. loved being able to put your own touch on a house. Like, yeah. for me, yeah. it was like, so it's to be like, that's my house. I own that one. And put all your own touches on it and colors on it. And people drive by and you're like, I picked out that color yeah. and those trims. And those are my hedges out front. It's cool. But after a while, now I'm like, I'm over it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to get more work like yeah, that. True. Yeah, true. You know, that's interesting you said that. It's almost, I'm thinking, now it's almost like becoming a game. Like, how uh, little can I spend per project? And they all have the same formula. So it's the same cabinet paint. It's the same wall paint. It's the same baseboards. To the point where the people that I work with, the, the, the crew that I work with, great, great guys, uh, we're just like, all right, here's another one. And they already walk in. They go, all right, I know I got to get this, 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 this. And it makes it so easy to where when I'm off at two, I go check in on the properties and the guys are doing great stuff. And mm. so I think maybe another vision that I have is uh, part of what you read in that email, that, that meet and done business, is uh, if I can have a lot of employees, so to speak, or, or maybe just workers, because they're all 1099. They make their own schedule. They come when they want to work. But uh, workers that I could constantly provide work for. Mm-hmm. And, and if I had just like an army of amazing people like that, like, don't worry, I got another project for you. I got another project for you. And they were able to come to work, not have to deal with clients, not have to deal with callbacks, not have to deal with all the crap that contractors usually have to deal with, because it's the same formula. Every property is exactly the same. There's no mystery to it. I think that almost gives me happiness. Like, I feel happy just talking about the idea of like, an army of 200 people that always have work that I'm able to provide for them. Okay. Yeah. Is it 200? And right now, it's three. <laughs> At one point. So and and, an and army, that's the future yeah. goal is, is the army vision. <laughs> no, right now it's three really great workers no. uh, and uh, like, you know, great painter, great other people. But yeah, in the future, I think that that would be such a wonderful thing. My failure with Meet and Done was doing work for other people. Explain what Meet and Done is. Yeah, yeah. so Meet and Done was uh, my vision of uh, being a real estate broker to where I could go to somebody and say, I'll sell your house the way it is, or you can hire my contracting business. Why is that blinking right there? Yeah, it's, so this is a, a crappy Canon R that they charge like three grand for, and it overheats. <laughs> So, so it's overheating. So it's overheating. On on, uh, I didn't think it would do that on 1080p, but yeah, it's overheating. So uh, in a few minutes, it'll melt, and we'll just look at the other camera. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jeez. They right. say there's a firmware update, or I'm still within Amazon's 30-day return policy, and it's going back. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Where? Uh, so uh, Renos people. Meet and done. Meet and done. Yes. Real estate broker. Hey, you want to sell your house? Hey, I could sell your house as is. You could also hire my contracting business and we'll fix it up for you. And we'll even do a loan for you. We'll lend you the money to fix it up. That was meet and lend. And then Lauren would come in and do meet and stage. (laughs) You guys. Everything. No, literally top to bottom. Or we'll just buy it as is as a cash investor. Wow. Yeah. But where the failure was, the business worked amazingly until I started uh, taking on individual clients were like, no, I want this crown molding. No, I want this paint. No, I want this cabinet. It was it, it went away from me, mm-hmm. from my vision. It became their vision. And I don't like that. <laughs> I want yeah. my vision. Uh, and, and actually, the, the more we just talk about it, the more it's almost like, you know, I, I think that's maybe what it is, is yeah. finding your own purpose and now, building that. That reminds me, you called into Grant Cardone 
and he told you to shut that down, didn't he? Oh, wait, wait, I think it <laughs> no, just, that, I think it just he, shut down. That guy, will, he'll come back and... Uh, melted. That, that camera melted. That camera will come back in Will it come 10 back minutes. automatically? No, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to, uh, we'll, we'll have to recruit, recruit help here. <laughs> In ten minutes, it should be. Is it really going to be ten minutes? I, you know, I have no now? idea, honestly. Uh, it's, uh, it. I I thought if I filmed on 1080, it wouldn't do that, but it still does. Because why it, don't we film at 720? When did that camera come out? Uh, it just came out like two months ago. Uh, yeah. Why don't we film at 720? Um, That's pretty. I don't. I don't know that it's that. I think it just sucks. So um, should we just get the other, your other camera? Guy? I'm gonna grab the other camera. Yeah, let's do that. Right Pop the Give other camera a, there. So what then made you do the switch to YouTube? Oh, wow. Why? Yeah. Why from real estate to YouTube? Because th- this has been a recent, I would say, the last year. The growth. Or what? My switch? I would say just focusing on YouTube. Oh, oh, oh the switch in general. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, sorry. Completely agree with you. Oh, I feel like a klutz. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's, um, YouTube was so fascinating because I was able to, uh, share my perspective, which I kind of layered initially on top because my first video was in reference to you or or Cardone, you had brought that up. Uh, and, uh, you know, everybody has different perspectives and that's the beautiful thing about YouTube is you really have the opportunity to share, uh, Hey, that's a great way to do it. Here's another way. And uh, it, it's it's shocking to see that there are people who resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I always thought like there's no way I'm ever gonna get to ten thousand subscribers or hundred k. Oh my gosh, a dream! You got you know, to ten k yeah. from my video. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So you enjoy <laughs> the work of YouTube more than you enjoy any other work? Oh my gosh! Well, I enjoy. You know what? I think we're we're what? actually creating a conclusion yeah. here that that you have been kind of looking for that I didn't even know myself. Yeah. The I love that. I'm like fully my own boss mm-hmm. now because when I was constantly representing clients, when I emailed you, I was doing 40 deals. So you're talking 40 deals in a year. You're, you're dealing with 60, 70 clients because not all of them are going to close. So, so 60 or 70 probably more than serious that. clients and more probably prospects on plus, top of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> not having to drop everything to do what somebody else wants and instead being able to have my own desires and like, no, we're doing this on this property. It, it's it's so fulfilling. Yeah, you know the the architects, the the workers, the electricians. They call me. What do you want to What do you want to do with this problem? Well, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. I get to decide. But I remember I love that. Yeah. But I remember in the beginning of YouTube, you took a totally different approach from everybody else. You really made the content unique. Kevin filmed in bushes. <laughs> yeah, he would go film well, in playgrounds. He would film behind buildings. I mean, it was just weird stuff. I remember watching your first video on me, thinking it was like some type of hit piece or something. And then I watched it. At first, I was like, "This is strange," but he's not saying anything bad. But the title is like, "What Graham Stephan isn't telling you," <laughs> as if I'm hiding something. And he's filming in a bush, and then he's jumping out of a playground, and it's just weird stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And you continued that through pretty much every single video. And then you took the pivot, I think about 20,000 subscribers, mm. to do exposed videos. This was, it's hilarious. Back at a time, <laughs> back back in the day when exposed videos were a thing. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you put exposed in the title, people clicked. Now you put exposed in the title, no one cares. Nobody cares anymore. But back then, three years ago, you put Grant Cardone exposed Maybe we bleep out that name. Let's bleep out that name. But uh, we, we put... can talk about that if you want. Can we talk about it? Fully. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Wow, that opens up a lot. So you That's could... a fun story, so, too. <laughs> so you could do exposed videos, and you took a liking to... <laughs> 
someone in particular. The videos wrote themselves, man. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's it's fine. Now most people don't know this. The the crazy <sighs> thing is now is that That's you've right. grown so much for the stimulus content that no one really remembers knows the old stuff. Your the the real Kevin. <laughs> The Kevin that's behind the stimulus content yeah. used to be really good at doing exposed videos. Those were your forte. What you would do is you'd pick these like I, I, the, these internet gurus, uh, and you would pick them apart and find everything wrong with them and make terrible. it known. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. I, the thing is, I. I always loved watching these videos because I knew it was going to be like this juicy gossip of finance stuff that no one would have would ever say. Yeah. But you would just go all out and just say it. <laughs> it was probably so a explain mistake. It. Where, 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 where did that come from? Uh, yeah. So I think probably the the inside mm-hmm. Kevin uh, is. Uh, I I don't know. I I call myself a little crazy. Like just when there there are times when if I could just be fully me, I'm I, I just feel like I'm just doing whatever I want, like fun, crazy things. And those videos were almost that expression. Yeah. You know, news, which is is more what I'm doing now, financial news, uh, is... Really quick. Yeah. Didn't I tell you like two and a half years ago... I don't know what you're talking about. You should be doing news. Didn't I tell you that? You did. You did. Two yeah. and a half you years did. Yeah. ago. I'm like, Pretty much everything yeah. you've told me... Has been right. <laughs> Seriously, I, I kid you not. Everything I, I you told credit. you... All of my recommendations yeah. for you have been right. Yeah. Well, I um, I would not be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for me even having reached out to you. There we go. Yeah. No, I will so, sincerely say that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Me money. I, sh- I should have taken a credit back then. Yeah. Be like you, ten percent of everything you make. Yeah. Yeah. Kidding. Hey, but, you, uh, you get all my teachable renewals. You get thirty percent on those. Do I? Yeah. I you know. should. You should check, man. Okay, Otherwise, they're ripping that. you off because okay. I for sure used your affiliate. All I'm right. paying them like five grand. A I don't month, think uh, I am. Year. I don't think I am getting that. But uh, <laughs> we'll check. I'll, I'll check. But anyway, yeah, so, um, so what, the transition. So yeah, but no, no, no. The the exposed videos oh. back then. Uh, you know, it's not something that I almost am proud of. Uh, it, it's it's uh, something fair. that I look back on like. That's uh, Kevin in his natural state, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, it, it, and I think it's uh, it's too jaded. Uh, you know, I, I think it's better to just look at the positive. Uh, so I've, I've really had a, a more of a shift there. Some people say I'm too optimistic, yeah. uh, and I've always been a very optimistic person. But uh, I always thought that it was almost like my job to be like this protector and like, no, don't tell somebody they can't buy a single family and make a lot of money. I will make. 30 videos I, on you. Yeah. <laughs> I almost think it wasn't that. My mm. honest thought is that you liked pushing the line. Oh, I do love you that. You love uh, just like... I still do that. You know, just just picking at people, like just poking them, poking <laughs> them, poking true. them, and just waiting into the moment where they finally snap back. And I think your thing is you find it fun to see how far away you could get with something before they'll they'll punch back. That's what I. That's what I honestly think. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not good at following rules. I, that's yeah. another thing that gives me a lot of happiness. Actually, is is having that freedom yeah. from from rules. We moved out of, uh, and, and I love my in laws, but we moved out of my in laws' parents' house when Lauren and I were living there because mm-hmm. there were rules. I uh, I stopped caring about school because of rules. Yeah. I stopped caring about but clients because I think you, you purposely like going against what other people are saying. I think if everyone agreed. That this candle is orange, let's just say. Oh. You would purposely be like, that's a different shade of orange. And you would purposely, because you like that challenge. I don't know. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll, I'm going to bring this up. 
back in the day, you said you would never do a course. Remember that? You, you did were. too. I just, but <laughs> that's true. That's touche. But I, but I openly talked about why I changed my perspective and uh, what led that. that you makes said the same everything thing. Better. You said you said the same thing too. But I thought back then because I came out with my real estate course, and I remember you saying back then mm. that you were going to give the same thing but free on YouTube. I said that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Like, and you came out with the whole course. And then I think you realize that no one was watching those videos. That's the problem. And then you said, well, if I charge people for it now, now they're all going to watch it. And they did. Yeah. 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 The the course transition was always really interesting because I went into it and thought, oh, my gosh, why? Like, I didn't monetize my channel. Yeah. You told me to monetize Mm -hmm. my channel. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it's fascinating. When when people sign up for a course, it's almost like, and and they pay money for it, it's almost like they're motivated, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get through all these sections. And people, they go through, like, I mean, the 350 lectures I have in the investment, like, Oh my gosh, like people go through this stuff. Yep. And, and and it's almost like they come out a different human. But uh, you can't do that on YouTube because it doesn't get views. Like I can't do chapter 6.2, how to, you know, get the use net present value to get the best deal on loan. I can't do that on YouTube. <laughs> Who's going to click on that? Instead, Grant Cardone exposed. Yeah. Boom! 800,000 views, baby. <laughs> it's true. How long did those videos take you to do? Are they still up? Could people yeah, still watch theirs? Of course. Theirs? Sure, yeah. Gosh, I've been asked guys. many times to remove them. <laughs> so, are you allowed to talk? Because then you get. Cardone, into, like, I could talk about all day. So, okay, so sure. you were sued twice. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, I, I've been sued. <laughs> Uh, that's why I created, uh, uh, the shirts. Don't sue me. I should have worn that. Don't sue me, bro. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I've, I've almost tried to distance myself from the don't sue me, bro, because, uh, it, it, it reminds me of when, when I did take a more jaded approach. Uh, part of me thinks, and I'm not trying to blame it on that, but part of me thinks that was almost like a law enforcement issue because I think, you know, cops have obviously, you know, not the best rap, especially in, in today's day and age. But having been on the road for you know, 1,500 to, to 2,000 hours, I kind of started almost becoming jaded because of what it was like to be in that car uh, and, and to see the, the police pursuits and the brutality mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, on all sides, you know. Um, and that it was almost like I, I was going when I was 17, 18 years old, just finishing up, not, not doing it anymore. I'm going into the Starbucks and I'm twitching around looking where everybody's hands are and it, it really jades you mm-hmm. and and that stuck with me uh until well into my 20s and i think i'm finally becoming a lot more like chill and and you know more trusting and less jaded Wait, so what does that yeah. have to do with the exposed videos oh because that to me that's totally mm-hmm. just what what uh, what being uh, being almost like a detective in, mm. in the police was and we would train with either the SWAT team or detectives on case files and it was an incredible time and I really miss yeah. that time so you're trying yeah. to police the internet so to speak yeah yeah you could say that yeah yeah, yeah I, I don't recommend it I okay. cannot recommend it no and I would never do it again if I could okay. go back I wouldn't do it again did yeah. I told you though for the record yes you did told you not to you do did, that you did what, yeah. what have you told yeah. Graham have you told Graham anything that he's implemented? Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. I mean, I think we share a lot of great ideas. I yeah. don't know that there's something we can we can individually point to, but I mean, we share a lot of great Kevin ideas. Kevin doesn't that we, keep tabs. No, that's a fancy tabs. answer of saying no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's another thing that yeah. I've really dis- started trying to distance myself from a lot. And this is a thing that actually takes a lot of happiness away, I notice right. in, I, I'm just going to talk about myself, but I remember in... It's all about you, man. No, when yeah. in, 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 it's kind of, okay. In 2018, 
19 even, a lot of me, I felt like it was me relative to other people, right? Yes. And that is toxic. I call it like the toxicity of relativity. I think I talked about it in your video, the first video that I did. I I may have, I don't know. But anyway, um, the last few months, I've uh, stopped looking at Social Blade. I've stopped looking at uh, other people's subs and other people's videos. And sometimes people are like, oh, didn't you see this person's video? They talked about you. And I've almost tried to just distance myself and just go, I'm just going to talk about what I want to talk about, which I love the financial news. I'm going to put it out there. And I try my best to stay away. Uh, I like to be supportive. So, you know, uh, you and Jeremy, I'll pop in. I'll leave comments. Um, But most of of the way, I just try to ignore it because it's... Comparing myself to other people takes all of my joy away. All of like any of the success that like, I could have a great video that I put out. It, it ranks the best out of my last 10 videos. And then I go look at somebody else and they got more videos faster or more views faster than me. And I, I the rest of the day is ruined. It's like a miserable. Clear value tax. No, <laughs> you know, I tr- Steven Gardner. I, I mean, I think they're both great. Uh, they have a really good way of, of uh, connecting with their audience. That's one of my problems is... Uh, it, it takes a while for people to kind of crack the Kevin shell, yeah. I'm told. Like initially people like, I, I just want to punch you in the face. I get that, <laughs> I get that all that the time. All the time too. Yeah, no. <laughs> you have a very punchable they, punch. Oh, yeah, they comment that a lot. <laughs> Thanks. But, but you, <laughs> Thanks, you warm Jack. up to yeah. people way faster. Yeah. Uh, it, it, like people, I feel like people connect with you way faster. And you're, I think that's you're something that helps you grow. You're very analytical. You're too analytical for most people. That could be. That's the reason why. Yeah. Steven Gardner is like, the first thing when I watch Steven Gardner, I yeah. think family man. Oh, yeah. It's just like he just a took a break from hanging out with his kids and his yeah. wife yeah. to go and film a 10-minute video, upload it, and you know he's right back to his He's family. got a big heart. That's that's what yeah. I think when I think Steven Gardner. Yeah. Um, and then Clear Value Tax is Such just, a character. It's, it's just a character. It's yeah. like th- this guy, He's just he gets angry sometimes. <laughs> he sounds frustrated when he's talking about Nancy Pelosi. It's just... Nancy Pelosi is, and it's just though, just his whole demeanor is just, it's it's kind of like it makes you want to like you feel it. Yeah. With you, you it's, don't. It's an, <laughs> you don't feel it when you talk about Nancy Pelosi. It's just no, it's just it's analytical. It's just Probably. the facts. That's really what it comes down to. It's just yeah. facts. I could see that, and uh, yeah, that demographic <sighs> is smaller. Yeah. The people who just want facts. I think your demographic is very mm. smart. They're very no, educated um, people. Um. But they're very analytical. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't figured myself out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I, I realize is whatever. Mm. It's almost. It feels like every year I look back at myself. I'm like, I was an idiot last year. What well, seems it like never you are, stops. Then. If you're continually thinking that what you did the previous year is something different, you've changed. It sounds like you're figuring yourself out. Slow. Like the whole optimism thing yeah. is crazy because now you get yeah. to put like a positive spin on everything. That seems like best kind of progress that you can have it's it's um it's made me happier uh and i'll i'll never forget being in in high school and i was uh i did speech and debate in high school so i was giving uh, i was doing a debate and my finishing argument and this was gonna like take home the win on on this debate i was having with with this person i was like totally big rivals with uh was uh i started talking uh, there was some sort of optimism argument that i had and so i put it to the class and surveyed this class of like 40 debaters like who here's more optimistic more often than they are pessimistic i got like five votes 35 out of the 40 Mm -hmm. people were like no i'm i generally look at the cup half empty versus half full 
And and that's when like that has stuck with me since then. And I think possibly maybe that's why the clear value has that, that and I'm not saying he looks at the cup half empty, but <clears throat> but it, I think that appeals to that demographic. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's that anger, that incitement yeah. is, is powerful. I think that's what you see with news media now today. CNN is trying to incite anger. Fox but, is trying to incite anger. Yeah. That is just human nature. That's how we're wired. I think it's so, bad. It, it, take, it robs true, happiness. You know? Because we are more risk averse than we are willing to sure. take a risk yes. to gain yes. profit, right? Yes. Right. Because yes. we're scared of yeah. what could happen. Yes, of course. Same with a lot of our video title. I mean, it's a lot of it is yeah. negative. Is, is, oh. is centered around, is yeah. the market yeah. about to crash? Is oh, the stock market about to crash? like, no. No, no. <laughs> no. Oh, that's fine. Oh, I yeah. hold index funds. There oh, you go. 100%. It's uh, negativity sells. Uh, and what do they say? Uh, negativity travels seven times as fast as positive. But you know, why not play into that? My whole thing is you could play into the negativity with the headline, but then you could turn around the perception in the video. Because if mm. I said, say, real estate's going up 10% next, but no one would no one watch it. That. No one yeah. watches it, so they get no value from it. Yeah. On the other hand, is real estate market about to collapse? Sure. 10 sure. times the amount of views. And in the video, you explain your reasoning mm. so that by the end of it, they're like, okay, now I feel comfortable. Yeah. So it's, it's you acknowledge human psychology. Yes. And then you have, once you're there, you have an effort to change perception. Yeah, yeah. I, I think almost every YouTuber has to almost do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think there there are certain niches in YouTube that can get away with not having to do any of that. Specifically, probably tech. You know, you, you show something on a thumbnail. You don't you don't have to necessarily be super negative unless you disagree with that. No, that <laughs> Samsung the foldable phone. Everything was negative. Those are all really? trending. Oh, yeah. really? Okay, all right. Think of uh, Tesla. <laughs> The, the problem with Tesla. Oh, my true. regrets. My regrets. With Tesla. Oh, the my truth gosh. after 15,000. Yeah, People want to know what's wrong. Like, That's think of true. it when you buy something. Wouldn't you rather Maybe know? Marcus. <laughs> wouldn't you rather know if you're about to buy this camera? What's wrong with the camera yes, first? Yes. Or what's right? Yeah. Okay, I think that's true. true with anything. You'd rather know first what's wrong. I'll do my with first it. tech review on that one right there. <laughs> yeah. We could try to turn that one back yeah, on again. But no, you're are, right. Because that's otherwise, true. it's like if everything's yeah. fine with it, you get what you pay for. Fine. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah. But what's wrong? Well, that's it's it, that's an interesting, almost just uh, human nature thing that I, I think you brought up very well. That uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing about yeah. life, though. And I think just going to that original question, though, what brings happiness? I think that probably answers it for me. Is what? is uh, uh, optimism, not relative, and, uh, and and providing for other people. You know, pr- providing jobs and and, and yeah. security for other people. But uh, mm. you know, you did bring up Cardone. Should we talk about that? Yeah. Ask me some questions. Oh, man. What, Jack, what, so you made a video on him. Did oh. you, do you know? No, what, I, I've, I've, I think you've told me a year ago. A long time ago. Probably. I think you've told me. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we tell. This is our campfire here. Gather the kids <laughs> around and tell a spooky story <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> that time Uncle G. <laughs> oh, oh me, Kevin. speaking of which, do you know that he's supposed to be on Undercover Billionaire? Wow. Yeah, he's the next Undercover Billionaire. Where's my Are phone? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, and uh, wow. rumor has it, yeah. n- no sources to be sourced here, uh, rumor has it he, uh, COVID, uh, kind of hurt the outcome, and so now they're trying to delay posting it or like the Cardone camps trying to delay getting it out uh, because they they don't want the result to be what it is now. So what's what's undercover billionaire? What is this? Because I'm thinking like undercover jobs, like where they go and behind the scenes. It's a Discovery Channel show. They they did one with, uh, he was a really good guy. I don't remember who it was, but they did a whole season 
where basically they give someone a hundred bucks in a cell phone and they're like, oh, you know, go start a business or yes, whatever. Yes, I've seen days. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great concept. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but he actually somewhere he has an Instagram that has like a uh, hundred fifty followers on his his starting new account. Mm. And uh, hundred and fifty. Oh yeah, because nobody knows about this yet. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's funny because I made so many Cardone exposed videos. Uh, I get I, I get all the hits on <laughs> Cardone. It's hilarious. Uh, but you know the I Instagram. Can't find him. I do know the Instagram. You're not going to well, shout it out. Though. No, I'll gladly shout it out. I don't care. Uh, I mean, good for him. I, I think it's awesome he got on that. I just can't figure out what it is now. Uh, there's got to be a way I could go to followers. I got 138. It's got to be one of these. Uh, so I'll find it. Okay. But uh, but yeah, you know, I I have to give Cardone credit because he gave me plenty of content to make plenty of videos <laughs> from. <laughs> Your biggest videos back then were Grant Cardone exposed mm-hmm. videos or just exposed videos in general. Yes. And I remember those would take you about a week to do research and film you would post and it would just be an instant hit i mean i remember back then you were getting like twenty thousand views the first hour which back then for your channel huge that would be the equivalent of me getting like five hundred thousand views in an hour the first hour relative to the subscribers relative to subscribers yes just these videos just took off and would get hundreds of thousands of views again it would be like me getting 10 million views on a video i wonder if he blocked me because i can't find him anymore I wouldn't be surprised because he blocked me on the other one. Okay. Then I'd have to go on my Why email. Did, what did you do to Grant Cardone? Explain oh, well, this. I think all the videos probably did. Oh, I found him. Real Luis Curtis. There he is. See, look at that. Real Luis Curtis. Grant, and then, hey, look at that. Look at the followers. What, wait, 252 so, so followers. So what was the point of this? I think this was his undercover uh, billionaire. See there, his name's Pueblo. And you'll have to put these pictures on screen. This wow. is him with the COVID mask back on July 19th. Uh, there's this undercover look with the, the glasses wow. they so, gave him and stuff. So they just have, they set him out and he's got to make money now? Yeah. And I think he made some marketing business or something like and that. And it didn't wow. sense go as well as he had. Well, that's, and, and I don't know this, but the <laughs> root, yes, he will work for a million dollars as a sign or whatever. Like, I don't know, whatever. These are silly things he's got out here. Uh, I haven't looked at oh, okay. But uh, yeah, no, so, uh, somebody, uh, somebody reached out and said just, uh, you know, I mean, hey, just FYI, like, I know this is happening. Uh, here's the Instagram. And, that's crazy uh, to have yeah. those connections. Yeah. Like, no one would find that ever. And to know yeah. someone who's in on that. To message you and you see all this it's pretty remarkable it, it's it's weird though uh but yeah i mean i think probably i shouldn't have delivered flowers to his office yeah. let me explain <laughs> it because yeah. we're, we're circling what you did yes you yeah. made many videos many a video like exposing, 40 yeah grant cardone that was you made 40 at least it was a lot i, I, thought I would it was say like less than 10 no uh it was a lot of videos they all got such good views well that, that's the thing you sometimes if you do one video <laughs> And people love it. And they're, and I remember back then, people were literally commenting on my channel, can you expose Grant Cardone? Could you, like, they already knew what it was, but can you expose him? Can you expose him? So anyway, you made a lot of videos on Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. And for, what was it, uh, April Fool's? or No, no, it was uh, Christmas? Christmas. 20, was it 19? You wanted to fly to Florida and mm-hmm. deliver flowers to his office, and you rented a whole big U-Haul truck. You bought like $2,000 worth of flowers, poinsettia pl- flowers. That's right. Dressed as elves in a Santa with a megaphone um, to deliver. And I told you not to do it. I said it was a bad idea. But, but that was a point, too. Uh, uh, we were hanging out with Danny Duncan. 
And mm-hmm. I think you got the inspiration from Danny Duncan to be like, just pulling some silly little prank. I said, don't do it. We're not Danny Duncan. We can't sure. do that. So you flew to Florida mm. and you filmed this video. And I told you, you sent it to me. And I remember being in Vegas. Gambling. Yeah. <laughs> Walking into it. Yeah, I was, I was at, like at the craps table. You send me this video. I stepped aside. I watched it. Like, don't post it. Don't post video. And like five minutes later, it goes live. <laughs> oh, this is so and I remember watching the video. Just It's a bad idea. Uh, the whole thing went wrong. You pushed the boundaries. Grant Cardone sued for trespassing. He went through an expensive lawsuit. You won. Then I told you, don't post about the lawsuit that you won. And you did post about the lawsuit that you won. <laughs> and then he sues you again for something else. And uh, I'm like, just don't post this time about winning. And he didn't post that time. So anyway, but that's not the only one. There's another one. I We, we won't talk about the other one. But there's someone else who can't be named. Also sued you for, um, you know, it's it's a touchy one, but another personal finance person. We'll put it that way. I won't. I can bleep it. So how much were both of those lawsuits? How much did that cost you? Well, so uh, I think to to back up a tiny bit, you're right. There was a time that uh, I was very interested in, hey, let's like, let's do the the Kevin in the Wilderness Mm -hmm. prank style videos. Uh, and, and that's very common, not in the finance space at all. That's very common in, in the other spaces. And I had gone to the, uh, what's that house called? Where Mr. Beast did the uh, circle challenge? Oh, the, oh, the phase house? It no, was, it know. was, no, it was oh, a the hype, hype house, house. And then before that, it was a phase house. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think uh, probably a little overexposed to the whole idea of pranks and challenges. Uh, Korea, well, we could do this in finance. Uh, and, and so that led to uh, what I thought were creative ideas uh, to, to create a point. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, obviously, uh, not all ideas work out. That is something that uh, one of my flaws is I will try something uh, even if it has a good chance of failing. And, and I, I admit that that's, that's a failure. There are, there are a lot of times in my life where I look, yeah, I've done two steps forward, one step back. Probably could have been in a much better place if I didn't do some of those one step backs. Fortunately, I will say uh, both of the lawsuits, uh, you know, yeah, while they they probably cost $150,000, tax write off, it's over. I didn't lose. uh, They're gone. Well, see, for to well, the, the Cardone ones were a joke because they they I got sued for stalking, not trespassing, stalking. And, yeah, and they used they used the YouTube videos to suggest that I was a stalker, but that doesn't work. Uh, and so then they said, okay, well, we have two instances where Kevin personally stalked me, and in one of the instances, Cardone wasn't even there, and so the judge was like. You got nothing. Uh, so that was nicely thrown out. So that was easy. But the way the legal system works in America is, and this is something to, to take mm. away, is <clears throat> if you get sued and you don't have a contract, there's something called the American rule that says you're responsible for your own legal fees. So he has an in-house legal counsel who gets paid a salary no matter what. Because it's a domestic violence lawsuit, he doesn't have filing fees at the court. Uh, so he gets to file a lawsuit for free, no extra charges with his attorney to try to make my life miserable. I pay 40 or 50 grand uh, def- getting to in front of a judge to where they dismiss the lawsuit. And Nothing I'm stuck happens. with I'm stuck with yeah, the bill. 
I'm stuck paying my, yeah. my part. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's something where uh, now when people ask me, for example, which I get all the time, they're like, Kevin, should, should I have an LLC? That's probably the most common question I get is I need an LLC. I need an LLC. I need an LLC. You're going to start a 3D Matterport business. Got to have an LLC. You're going to be an agent. Got to have an LLC. You're going to have real, real estate. Got to have an LLC. It's bull. It does nothing for you. Uh, what does good for you is insurance, proper insurance. If you're doing the stuff I was doing, media insurance is a good idea. If you know, you're a landlord, the proper umbrella policies and things like that. But uh, you know, I've been in depositions and uh, I have an S corporation. <laughs> does nothing for you unless you're ready to have a professional CPA who knows everything about your books and your company and handles the books for your company who could testify and know everything about your company and then forensic accountants who are able to corroborate and that be your corporation separate bankrupt that company and just let it go or let it go BK yeah it's it's worthless yeah. so uh, the, the life lessons that I've learned from those I think have been profitable or will be profitable in the long term. So I'm excited about that. Want to switch cameras? So they seem pretty expensive, but uh, they also seem worthwhile, those life lessons. Every failure I've had from meet and done, which lost me like 200 grand, to the lawsuits or being an idiot in school or or doing goofy things because even though – and that's one of my problems, my fatal flaws I feel like is – I will get told from a million people, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And I will just do it anyway because I had to. And nothing's yeah. changed. When I was 16, I was told, you're, you're going on too many ride-alongs with, with law enforcement. You can only go on a ride-along one day a week. I was so pissed. I went in at 12 a.m. midnight, and I did the night shift and the day shift in the same day. So I got two ride-alongs. <laughs> they were so pissed because I got that. Yeah. It was one day. That's it's what just, you, you like pushing the boundary. They, that's like you all, said. Yeah. That's, that's all <laughs> it this is It always about. comes back to that. Because you will never yeah. listen unless no. you learn yourself the hard way. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, and I admit that's a flaw, but uh, I still do. No, you say it's a flaw, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, if you've learned such valuable so many lessons things. from expensive all these lessons. Yeah, they're yeah. expensive, but at the yeah. same time, you said it would probably prove worthy at some point oh, in the yeah. future. Like, I think it already has. ROI on yeah. those expensive lessons. I, I would say even just um, from a happiness point of view, the, the ROI return has been endless because I've, I've experienced so many different things and it failed in so many ways that I can really look at the successes and go, I'm happy. Uh, and and that's that's really helpful. So it's almost like if I only had successes without failures, it wouldn't be as good. I don't know. So it's not so yeah. much a shortcoming anymore. No, no. I look back at every stupid thing I've done, and and I just laugh about it. But now. you're also yeah. it's good for you because I know that there are definitely people out there that have failures, mm-hmm. and then they spin it in a way to where they like can't use that failure to be productive or grow in the future but you obviously you're able to use these failures that you've had and turn them into learning experiences and that's also that's not something everyone can do yeah i I mean i don't know maybe 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 there are just some failures you can't learn that are just like I'm an idiot. <laughs> you move on, right? <laughs> that like, was dumb. That was really dumb. <laughs> That's true. That's you know, very true. but uh, but hey, you know, if you can make the best of everything, it, it thinks the day goes by happier. Uh, and there are days that I freak out. You know, when with like because the way I've set up my studio, I think you were asking me. I think during the break is like, why why did I spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars on my studio? It's so that when I walk in there, everything's perfect. Just I don't have to set up anything. I push a couple buttons and I start filming. Uh, and, and there are those times where it's like something goes wrong and I'm like, oh, like that frustration comes over. But uh, 
everything I've, I'm, what I'm trying to do is just systemize every part of my life where like, mm, been there, don't need to do that again. Been there, don't need to do that again. And I'm always trying to find where's that just, that left lane on the highway where I could set autopilot and go. And that's almost kind of that groove that I feel like I'm in right now. Okay, there's a real estate deal. Great, we've got the formula for it. Okay, this is a news, a breaking news topic. All right, we're going to do the thumbnail first. We got our clapper ready. Uh, you know, we got Clap. what we're going to wear. You got to have the clapper. Uh, you know, I didn't, I don't got any face powder, but I got to get some face powder on and uh, you're good to go, <laughs> you know? Uh, see, I run really hot too. People mm. always wonder like, why are you always wearing a jacket? It's because my studio is 65 degrees. It's like 80 in here, dude. I'm dying. Really? Oh, it's hot in here. It's hot. I, I'm, I'm wearing a jacket. I'm used to LA weather. <laughs> totally fine right now. LA weather is hard to get used to. You yeah, told me, like, you asked me what I like about the difference between here and the place we're from. Yeah. I mean, here it's so hot. All the really? time. Really? Yes. It's probably a 10 degree it's difference. It's so hot all the time. <laughs> oh my God. No, so, it's fine. That's why I'm wearing a jacket. I'm totally fine. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm hot in here. <laughs> so, well, hey, well, Venturin's here. But, uh, it's yeah. 90 in here. No, we have the no, AC on. Yeah. We have the ACs on. You don't have AC. Yeah, we do. What? Yeah, you have the window open. It's set at 73 because it's colder outside than it is inside. Oh, my god. That's funny. Okay. You said you run it at like 67. That's what we yeah, run yeah. it in our place in oh, yeah. as well. That's I have cold. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, we, we, it's nice. No, 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 no. 73, last night it was kind of cold. <laughs> You know, well, everybody's different. That's the other thing, yeah, too. Sure. And that's one thing that, I mean, like, I have three air conditioners in my office and in, in, the, in the studio. Uh, and I freeze out. Lauren comes, like, I'm not going in there. It's too cold. I'm like, good. Don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> It'll freeze everybody out of there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, finding finding those those systems. And then when things, you know, the funny thing, or maybe it's not even the funny thing, just the coolest thing about our world is you know when you're doing something right. And you know when you're doing something wrong. You do something wrong, oh, you get sued. <laughs> you you do something right, oh, the views go up. Keep doing more of that, right? All right, so you make a lot of stimulus content now. Do you get bored of making stimulus content? I, I don't. I really enjoy it. I mean, at least one a day, right? And my goal is if I could do one stim, one real estate, <laughs> one stock video a day, perfect. I, you call it my a lane. stim. Like you have a shortened name for it. Sure. Oh, yeah. So I found it funny once you started doing two stimulus updates a day. Mm. Every, so the late, I my the late morning one. update to where, where my stimulus is and then my evening update. How do you yeah. do that? Like where do you yeah. get all the news from to be able to come up yeah. with this like information? At least I, 10 minutes of talking points. I, I think that almost goes back to uh, high school because I we the debate style that I did was called student congress. And so it, it was it's all reading. Uh, it was, uh, I get four newspapers delivered. I have every news subscription there is. And I'm, I read to the end of these articles to really understand like every perspective possible. And then I could try to put this together into, okay, this is what's really going on between the lines because every reporter has their own spin too. You read the Washington Post, they're left here. You know, people are like, the New York Times is way left. The New York Times is way less left than the Washington Post. And then you start noticing where the biases are. Okay, Politico slightly left, right? The Economist kind of in the middle. The Financial Times, they're a little left. You go to Fox, they're obviously much more on the right. You know, you go to the Tax Foundation, a little right. And you start noticing these differences, and then you tie them together, and it's like, oh, okay, I can see a perspective here that I could share. Uh, and, and I... I love that. <laughs> I love that. So how many minutes or hours you, would you say you read of news every single day? Uh, you know, in, in terms of news, I'm probably reading. Where, okay, uh, where do you get it? What sites? What sites? Everything. Do you, it's no, everything. don't say everything. Yeah. Where's, where's your sources? You use Reddit? No, that's one thing I don't use. I mean, it's it, mostly I go to the, the, 
you got to go to like the secondary pages of the big sites. Nope. Just a, tell us some yeah, sites. So what Wall sites? Street Journal, New York Wall Times, Street Journal, New York Times. the Post, uh, you know, the Financial Times. Amazing content. Uh, but I'll even read Foreign Affairs. Uh, these All these boring things that nobody reads. The Economist and stuff like that. I have this weird thing where I like reading all that boring stuff and, and then just condensing it uh, into, into something that How I can explain. How much time yeah. do you spend? Every day reading. Reading is most of it. See, if, like the filming and editing is fast. I edit my videos in about five minutes. You've been, you posted your video, your income breakdown. We need a title for this video. Your income yeah. breakdown. You make $30,000 a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so there were. How did that, I, how did I'll that be, work? I'll be yeah. transparent with this. Uh, I don't think I've told you this. Uh, there were two. I shouldn't say this. Uh, there I were, can bleep anything if you want. No, no. It's, uh, no, we're going to leave it in. Yeah. Uh, there were two months this year that I crossed seven figures. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Between yeah. investing, though, right? No. Well. Wait. How? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. That, that's something I've always wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a ride. So what do you, what do, you do with that month? Where does it go? All real estate. Oh, really? With the exception of stocks in the meantime. Let's talk about yeah. taxes Wait, for a no, second. No, no, no. The seven yeah. figures. How does that? How is that divided up? Like, because I know that your yeah. AdSense, like I, I mean, my AdSense almost hit three hundred k. What are your courses? I'm curious yeah. courses because you plug the yeah. courses a lot. Um. Well, I would say probably, uh, and I have a lot of them, yeah. uh, and, and I think that helps. But uh, you know, if if I can consistently be, you know, three four a day, that's awesome but that's great taxes yeah how much yeah. are you going to pay in taxes this year yeah um well ideally very little and that's the hardest thing this is i've actually just recently been kind of thinking about why is it why really why is it that donald trump doesn't want to show his tax returns i personally believe it's because there are so many real estate loopholes to take such advanced depreciation on, on buildings and you just continue to purchase buildings that you continuously, as somebody who's a, a full-time real estate investor uh, or real estate, uh, what do they call it, professional, mm-hmm. licensed real estate broker, you get to take all of these extra losses that normally people can't take. This this camera battery died. Oh, we'll flip it on really quick. Um, Jack, would you mind turning that one off? So once that, wait, let's just finish this this thing. Um, so you're saying then that his tax return is so intricate and he's got so many deductions and write-offs and figured mm-hmm. out so many loopholes that the average person would not be able to decipher that and just see the net and be like, he's not making as much money as we think he is. He is probably getting tax refund checks. And I think that would make people who see Trump as a billionaire, uh, not, not trying to get political here, yeah, but sure. I think that would destroy uh, people's perceptions, mm-hmm. and I think that would be a very damaging to the brand that's supposed to be this this mega, you know, income brand. But I mean, the reality is that's that's the way business works. Almost that's the that's almost how these tax laws are written. Is uh, you get, uh, for example, you know, take Cardone for example. He's gonna have zero income taxes for two years on probably twenty million dollars a year of income because he bought a plane for forty, mm-hmm. you know, forty mil. Brilliant. Is uh, just eradicated, uh, you know, all these taxes that you have to pay, and now you have an amazing marketing tool. It's brilliant. Uh, and he markets himself as a billionaire using other people's money. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the taxes. I now, mean, 
the plane example. Yeah. So my understanding with that is you buy, let's say, a $50 million plane. Mm-hmm. Now you could write off, let's say you make $10 million a year, yeah. buy a $50 million plane. Yeah. You're able to write off that entire cost of the plane in the first year yeah. as a business write-off and then carry those extra $4 million losses into the following four years. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I, yeah. now, yeah. but the other thing is that when you sell the plane, you'll yeah, pay yeah. taxes on that recapture but, unless... Yeah. You could maybe find a way to 1031 that plane. Can you 1031 a plane? Well, well, all, all you have to do, sure, because all you have to do is buy a new plane and then write that one off, right? You, yeah, but then you sell the old plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So because now you have this entirely new deduction again coming in on your new purchase. Uh, so no, it, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. So, so let's say I write off fifty million dollars on a plane. Yep, zero cost basis. Zero you sell cost it for basis. twenty. Sell it for twenty. Mm-hmm. Now I go and buy a new plane mm-hmm. for sixty. Don't I pay recapture? Sure, on, on that twenty, on the twenty. But, but now you're running on buying on it, so you have to keep buying more expensive planes. Every of course, year. but think about how brilliant that is because that's how they're getting American industry moving. Like you, what they don't want is you to make a lot of money and do nothing. You get taxed out the butt, uh, and, and that's by design. What they want is, okay, you've been successful. You've made a lot of money. Now we want you to look at the tax code and figure out where are your deductions. Well, where are deductions for Kevin? Kevin, you're a real estate professional. Go buy a ton of real estate. Here are all the deductions. You Why want. can't someone craft something that people could buy in million-dollar increments that could be a 100% tax write-off that have value that you could 1031? Because my thought is this. For, for people that don't know, you could buy a vehicle – what is it? The Section 179 deduction. So right. if a vehicle weighs more than 6,000 pounds, uh, in the first year, you could write off bonus depreciation of 100%. So a Tesla Model X is yeah. one of those things that you could buy. In the first year, it's $100,000. You write off the full amount off your income. Why isn't someone going and creating a million-dollar vehicle, let's just say that's 7,000 pounds, but it's lined with gold or precious metal or something that has intrinsic value. So sure, you're buying this vehicle, but what it's actually comprised of is gold sure. or something it's an like investment that. investment or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or that car's price is pegged to the U.S. dollar. Just something <laughs> like that. It doesn't even need to move. Just some vehicle tank. that you could say can drive a foot and yeah. you buy that 100% for business use. But that vehicle has a value that you could then retain at any point and get loans against for income. But why hasn't someone created that yet? Well, I think that's the art industry because you can buy something for 20 grand, get it appraised for 50, right? I mean, you're writing off your expenses, right? But there there are uh, art. So I looked into this because I wanted to. So I don't know how how much I'm supposed to say here, but I wanted to buy a Picasso and I looked into it. So. I looked into this of spending like two, three hundred thousand dollars on a piece of art. Yeah. Unfortunately, art has it because in order to depreciate something, it has to degrade over time. And mm-hmm. that's the gray area. Apparently, art, if kept in the right condition, will not degrade mm. or will not lose value. So that does not pass the test to be able to be depreciated. Wow. In in the first year okay. for business use, unfortunately. Hmm. It has to have wear and tear. Unless it's a full now, write-off. What? Unless you hung it up in your office and it's like... No, no, no. Even if you hang it up in your office, it has yeah. to have wear and tear. For depreciation, so some, but I'm just wondering, yes. can you just... Can you, is, could it just is be deemed expensive? a business and marketing expense? I, this is a Picasso in a real estate office. It brings people in. 
business expense. It's all expense. Well, then you get in the point of you could argue whatever you want. Yeah, but it's up true. to the IRS to decide whether or not that's That's true. We lost one. Oh, Jack, do you want to? So that's so that's the argument there in terms of the IRS. Yeah, and and I think that's that's the big thing is, um, it, it, and there's also this balance of like of like fairness too because you want to pay taxes too in some sense to give back to the society that enabled. But uh, on the flip side, when when you're you're fortunate and you have a really good year or whatever, yeah, I mean to me. I look at, well, I mean, I'm creating jobs. I'm in investing in real estate. I'm improving neighborhoods or, or whatever. I mean, you could justify it in any way you want. But the real estate tax deductions that exist are absolutely insane. Uh, we were just talking about this, the cost mm-hmm. segregation, yep. the upfront, especially the Donald Trump uh, tax uh, law in 2017 that went into effect that like doubles some of the things that you can take. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Uh, so that's why this year I'm at, uh, I'm on my 11th property this year. For, for purchasing. Properties. What's yeah. your total amount of properties? Uh, 20. We just hit, we're going to close our 20th. Gosh, yeah. man. Yeah. You don't have a management company or anything. It's Lauren. Lauren does it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But there's surprisingly not that much to do once we renovate them. Because we, we, like actually when I sat down over here, I saw an email that was copied to Lauren about a fourplex that we just bought. And uh, this is a property that we did not renovate because we got all the tenants with it. So we had an email like stove's broken. It doesn't stress me out though because I look at it and like no problem. I, we could get a sofa, you know, five hundred fifty bucks and have it installed for one hundred twenty five bucks and it's done. The other one's gone. Uh, I enjoy that. I I like those things. Like no problem, tenant. You're getting a new stainless steel. How about that? You know, people love that. Do people know who you are? Your tenants? Uh, we try not to. We try to prevent that. They, I mean, if they looked at my website, probably I've got to come up with like a DBA or something like right. that to avoid that. But uh, we are always the managers. Uh, we try to keep a, a step back. Have you had a tenant mm-hmm. who's come to me and be like, "Hey, where's my stimulus check, man?" <laughs> I have had tens follow me on Instagram. So okay, that's so when you know. know. That's when you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, really, I think uh, the tenants are. Uh, yeah, you know, just you give them a good product, and they're happy people. You know, I think if you give a tenant a lemon, uh, because there are landlords who do that, mm-hmm. they will literally they'll buy a property the way it is, and they'll put a tenant in. They'll say, you know what? Let's just treat this like adults. You just take care of everything. And the landlord doesn't want to do anything. And they get yeah. frustrated over everything, and they never renovate it. It's like, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's when you really start having problems, uh, which is really one of the reasons I rated. Going back to this, why rated Cardone? Because he's always talking down, starting small and buying the single family house. So then I got tackled in his office. You got tackled in his office? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get into his office? Well, the sh- <laughs> so the part that you didn't mention in your flower delivery story. Yeah, I was trying to make it nice, trying to make you look good. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the part you didn't mention in the flower delivery story uh, was. Um, we deliver the flowers outside, and uh, I I decided to to go in their back door and run over to their sales staff and let them know that we had delivered flowers. So I ran to the back as an elf, uh, thanking them for what they do, and saying that we delivered them flowers. And then as I'm standing there with the microphone, and these people are like, "This is like a nice young man delivering us flowers," and then all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget those things. I enjoyed you? that. I am like looking you back. You enjoyed getting tackled. Looking back, I lo- like I. You can't pay for those memories. I can't pay for for the unexpected tackle. Who tackled <laughs> you? you? Know? Was it a security guard? Yeah, 
But he see, he was following Santa around. The whole plan was that I was not Santa. And so he was following Santa around the front where we were passing out the flowers, and that's how I ran in the back. Did you ever meet Grant Cardone? I met him once at, uh, what was the event? Driven. 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 Before? At the Starbucks. Or was yeah. this afterwards? Before. And did uh, you say hello? Yeah. You got a video with him. Yeah. He, uh, uh, you know, he shook my hand and said, I get it, man, you know, but if you step on someone's D, don't expect to be able to work with them in the future. And he's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's 100% right. Would you ever consider buying a cameo from him? Buying a cameo? Oh, like him pop up in a video? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's no, on Cameo. He's on, you know, the app Cameo? I don't. Oh, it's, is that phone call? No, no, no. It's basically like this platform where celebrities... Out. Celebrities, <laughs> uh, I should do that. <laughs> you should. Celebrities, like a lot of people, YouTubers, oh, baseball players, no. every kind of celebrity. Yeah, they basically just say, "Hey, send me a message, and I'll read it, and I'll take a video of myself, and I'll give it to you." We I signed up. I signed up that. for Cameo. I put my info in. Let's see if they really. Cameo. Yeah. So, oh, uh, that would be funny. Do you know who uh, Will, the Financial Wolf, is? Uh-uh. He's a smaller finance channel. He bought a cameo from Grant Cardone. And he wow. sent me the video. Yeah, it's just Grant Cardone saying like, hey, you got this, Will. Keep working hard or whatever. Yeah. And oh, that's funny. That's yeah, how funny. much was it? Like 500 bucks? No, it's 300 $300. That's $300 not bad at all. To get a personalized video from Grant Cardone wow. himself. Yeah, 30, 60 second video. Yeah. I've seen them before. It's usually like, hey, man, doing well. Keep it up. Congratulations. Jeez, you know, stuff like that. He could do that for you. <laughs> Congratulations, man! Almost at one million. Good subs. job on the single families. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically want you to endorse yeah. single families. Oh my God. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, it's you know what? It, what I will say about YouTube is it's been fun, uh, and and there are there are times when you look and it's like it's a grind, but uh, it's it's a different world, and that's why I always encourage us like. Go do it. Go start making videos and putting stuff out there. And like your audience tells you if it's good or not. Yeah. Like I showed you before I did my my finance channel, I had a, a very brief stint of just doing like family vlog videos. And uh, I, I did the same stupid stuff and I crashed VidCon. Uh, which Danny oh, Duncan? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Danny Duncan had done that the year before. <clears throat> Danny Duncan had crashed VidCon by pretending to be a security guard. So. I snuck into all the backstage events at VidCon and then made a video about it and got banned. <laughs> so it sounds like, honestly, you would rather, or at some point, do prank videos. Just do funny little I would prank love video. that. Uh, that would be, that would be uh, just the Why full Why don't you dream. ever just try yeah. one? Out of context on the Meek <laughs> channel. I'll try another so prank, you know? I think man. with the last ones I got sued for, I don't know. <laughs> You could do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say it. Don't give me ideas. I, it, it would just at this point, I'd have to like put a mustache on and, and or let's just like shave just and just have a mustache, I guess, and and just do a different channel. <laughs> really, you know, that uh, would be funny to start a different channel. Yeah, tell nobody uh, and just see what happens to it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, that would be funny. Oh, just giving away stuff but you know the funny thing the crazy thing is a lot of people are doing that now yeah. you know the the giveaways but that's and the, the challenges new meta. that's there's it a is. reason why their people are doing yeah it. but it's not it's yeah. not as as not as effective every single prank goes through that phase yeah remember a while it used to be the pickup the gold digger pranks oh. and then yeah, but they were the, effective in their time back then but not anymore no, or but like the, the giveaway the, is the, you know the Lambo pranks picking up dry, <laughs> picking up Uber riders and cart those don't work no more. Mr. Beast started the new style of the big giveaways uh-huh. and the challenges. 
guarantee two years from now it's going to be so saturated. I, I, she's probably going to have to pivot to something else. Yeah. yeah. Well, he kind of is in a way. Like, he's just doing huge, like, displays of just, like, the fireworks or something yes. like that. Like, yeah. he's doing just right. big projects. But I have a feeling he's going to pivot more towards those big projects or just crazy stuff that no one else has the money to do. Mm. Something I've noticed that he's doing, too, is he's now incorporating multiple challenges within one video. So he hooks you in with one challenge. Before he gets to the end of that challenge, he sets the hook for the next challenge before you get to the end of that one he sets the hook for the next challenge and so you're almost watching the video not to get to the end result of one challenge you're watching the whole video to get to the end of four or five challenges yeah like the firework one is a perfect example of starting off with like okay so we got a $500 firework, $100 firework, $1,000, and then all the way up to this like crazy finale. Yeah. Right. It works, though. Because yeah. if the whole video is just we're going to light off this crazy firework as a vlog, and then sure. the last 30 seconds, if it, people would just scroll past. Yes. Last 30 seconds. He's smart. It's and very smart. Like, it's very smart. And you had mentioned, like, what about what happened to the Kevin about, like, jumping out of the bushes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I... Those videos took a lot of time and effort. Like you said, I was posting, you know, once or twice a week and uh, too niche, maybe just not. There's like no traction in this craziness, whereas uh, the news perspective I I really enjoy and they're easy to do. Told you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Wow. What you got to do next, you heard it here first, is you're going to start a network. You're going to get a few other people. You're going to get someone else. network. I will not. <laughs> you're gonna no. You're gonna get no. somebody else, dude. There's 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 a lot in that. You're gonna get somebody else to cover other topics no. that you yourself cannot cover, like makeup. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, there's a huge market for that. There's yeah. a huge market yeah. for that. Find somebody else. I think who's as yeah. good as you are, yeah. but just needs a little direction. Really? That's all you got to do, and get them to to cover some other topic that you would not cover. Yeah, the, and you could slowly start your own network of news. The problem is, and this maybe I'm just jaded. I want to hear what you say about this. One of the things that I've distanced myself from that I love is is not, no offense, Jack, not having employees. Uh, like seriously, not that, you know, no, like, that's fair. Yeah, like I've been trying to distance myself from that too. Yeah, like, trying to distance yeah, yourself. Yeah. From yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, after meet and done, when there was a point where I had 15 employees, I realized I never wanted that obligation again. Like, look, if, if you're a painter and you're looking for work, you want to come work, you're a drywaller, like, hey, you got work today? Like, hey, I got some projects for you, whatever. Like, you want to do the 1099 gig? Sure. But do I want to go back to having to meet payroll every week? You know, that stress is cr- – and I I'll yeah. worry that it would almost be like that. Or why wouldn't they just go out on my on, on their own? You know, why, why need me after a while? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, really good. I oh, use yeah, it okay. We got a plug for, for Yada Wait, Bank. Have yeah, you yeah, mentioned go. this yet? I thought you no. were saying... What's no, this? but by the time this video comes out, my video will have come out so I could talk about it. Oh, because you mentioned that in the Kevin O'Leary thing, the, the fintech thing. That's this. We're doing Yada yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, Yada. Yeah, so guys, sign up with the link in the description below. Helps me out a lot. Let me know your thoughts on this. This is a company I invested in, yeah. Yada Bank. This is, this is the one. This yeah. is the one. So I signed up for this about a month and a half ago. Ask Sebi made a video on. I watch all of his videos, and mm-hmm. he called it the best high interest savings account. And when he posted that video, I realized like I had gotten dozens of comments from people saying review Yada Bank, review Yada Bank, and I've never heard of it before. But uh-huh. when everyone comments something and I see a video on, I'm like going to take notice. Mm-hmm. Ask Sebi made a review on this, and what it is, it's his prized link savings account. So instead of just 
paying you a set interest rate, like Alibank is 0.6%. What Yada Bank does is they pay you 0.2%, but then you can earn prizes. Let me show you this. So what you do for every $1 you save, you get one ticket. And you can see here, every day they draw a new number. And so if you match the Yada number, you get 10 cents. If you match a Yada number in this, you get 15, all the way up to $10 million. If you match every number plus the Yada number, you can also win a Tesla 5,000, 1,500. And Ask Sebi actually did the math and calculated the odds of winning or the odds of earning money from this, depending on how many tickets you have. And he calculated that the average interest rate that you would earn from this is somewhere around three, three and a half percent. So I figured if I could make on average three and a half percent on this or 0.8 percent of the time on Ally Bank, I may as well throw some money on this. So I put $70,000 in this app just to try it out. And the second week, I won, I think it was like, I earned like 300 bucks or something like that. It was like 260 something. To, and so I sent a text to ask Sebi saying like, wow, this is amazing. So far, my average interest rate is like six something per seven percent or whatever. So Sebi said, it's funny because I've been in, in contact with the owner of this company and I invested in it. Would you be interested? So, of course, I look up this guy on uh, online, and I look him up on Facebook, and then we have, like, mutual friends from high school, believe it or not. Wow. And so I talk with Adam, and we talk about, like, his goals and, and what he wants to do with this, and I started researching the psychology behind a prize link savings account. This is really right. big in other countries. In the UK, they have what's called the premium bond, which is instead of paying an interest rate— random people are selected to to win very large prizes so like a million pounds so imagine you put in a, you put in a thousand dollars in a premium bond your money is guaranteed you're always gonna get your thousand dollars back but that enters you to win a million pounds in the uk people would much rather earn nothing on their money but have the small chance at earning a million pounds than they would earning let's say half a percent at the very best on their money so that takes this. Now, in the United States, what I found interesting was that prize-linked savings accounts were not allowed into, until 2015 when they were legalized. Wow. So now it's this whole new world of prize-linked savings account where in almost every other country that this was introduced, this increased savings rates because more people like the small chance of having the potential to earn all the way up to $10 million. Think about it. If, if, you, had, if you had 500 bucks, yeah. would you rather earn two dollars a year on that money or would you rather earn no two dollars a year but have the small chance every single week at earning 10 million it makes sense what you're saying yes so <laughs> psychology I, so i looked um, into this i liked the where they're heading with this and i figured why not i may as well i liked the app enough where like before any of this i was like macy sign up for this jack mm -hmm. sign up for the like my dad signed up like i had everyone sign up because i liked it so much well so what um <laughs> What did you invest into it? I can't say. You can tell Kevin. I can tell Kevin. Just bleep yeah. this out. And are they promising a return? No. Okay, but what's it? What's it pegged to then? Just so it's oh, their okay. first real round of funding. So they passed Y really? Combinator, yeah. and this is their first round of funding they after Y. First round? No, they closed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So I yeah. get uh, a small piece of that, and then I also have. Uh, other parts of equity that could vest wow. to double that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Yeah. Wow. So um, it's interesting. 
Maybe what do you, what do you think? To ask Sebi. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I, the problem with me is, uh, and, and this is nothing against the, that at all. I think that's a, a phenomenal model because, I, I mean, that's why we play the lottery. Uh, I don't personally, but as, as a society, why we play mm-hmm. lottery. Uh, I, I'm just not a big saver. Uh, you know, I think that's something that that you uh, definitely have over me is I'm all in on Tesla. I'm all yep. in on real estate. I keep myself pe- cash poor to the point where sometimes like I wake up and I'm like, hmm, bank balance is negative 5K. Oh, you got some money from somewhere. Uh, and, and that uh, I do that on purpose. Uh, I don't purposely overdraw. Depending, you can move money in. and You don't pay the fees, yeah. right? But uh, I do that on purpose because it it keeps me always working in a weird way. So it's almost like, oh, got to work because I'm but, out of cash. Okay, but yeah. there's a big difference between you, mm. who's earning tens of thousands of dollars almost a day, well, and the average person who's like, can't can't come up with $500 for an emergency. That, that That's who this app is targeting. As a business model, it makes sense yes. for the general population. This is targeting the 80%, 90%. It's, it's, it, and, and, which is an interesting business model because I was asking Adam, and I was saying... Isn't it more profitable to go after the high net worth clients? Why not? Because you see p- big banks like J.P. Morgan are going after the high net worth individuals. Right. Bank of America, high net worth. Wells Fargo is trying to get more of their premier clients with like a million dollars or more in liquid. They want those people because mm-hmm. those are that's where the money is. But recently, a lot of these online banks have been going after not those people. Mm. They're going after the people who barely have anything. And I was in, I was you know very interested in that, but um, but that's where I, I don't want to say more opportunity lies, but that's where there's there's just more room to grow, and yeah. that and people oh, that just that. don't have any savings and need some sort of incentive to save more money. I can believe that. Uh, and, and hey, you know, if people initially start saving more money and they're incentivized to, to uh, well to save, then yeah. then finally they could get into real estate, which I think is where the real yeah. money is. And that's a different. I mean, obviously, it's not an investment. I would never sure. say invest in this, this private sure. savings account. But yeah. in South Africa, it was it was found that it increased savings rates substantially wow. once they introduced this. Really? People started saving money for the I first mean, time in a long time. Technology. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. I, I believe it. Oh, that's something. Like yeah, and, and the interesting thing too is is my mm. money in there my 70 grand mm-hmm. i i don't want to take it out sure. because it's like it's it's having that small chance of being like well you never know and the average interest rate is higher than la bank so i'm like mm-hmm. i may as well just go and do this link down below in the description you get an extra 100 tickets you know you so. you could just yolo it all on tesla options though yeah but then i risk it i'd rather <laughs> a guaranteed two percent three percent in this fair fair okay okay well that's cool yoda Yoda Bank. Yada. Yada. So I Yada. actually, okay. so Yada, I actually thought was a, a horrible name. And I inquire, I'm like, why, why is this called Yada? But it's, I think Yada, there's an old song that went viral. And this is like back 2001. It's, it's Yada. This is why Yada Bank will fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Single-handedly. We'll take it out. Yeah, they got 7.3 million views with 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. It's catchy. All right. Ta, ya, ta, Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going to be stuck in your head forever now. Oh. We'll probably only put a clip in that. But uh, yeah, apparently Yada is um, 10 to the power of 24. Uh, that is a Yada? That's a Yada number. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Well, well, good for you on Thanks. on uh, investing in uh, in a fintech. Yeah. Diversifying. Congratulations. Yeah. You were, it's you were either, diversifying. It, like Kevin O'Leary said, 50-50 mm-hmm. chance riding that whole thing off. It's either going to be a zero. As you Chime, probably will. Yeah. Uh, Chime Bank recently got a valuation of now $15.8 billion. No, they didn't. Chime. Are you serious? Chime Bank. What? Online banks are about to take over. For reference, Bank oh of America is valued at $200 billion. <sighs> Bank of America, it's going to switch. I guarantee no one in 30 years from now is going to use Bank of America or Wells Fargo. Chase, I believe in. I think Mm. they're a good enough bank. But other ones, like Ally Bank, Chime, these these, these internet, they're going to take over. So my thing, if I can get in Yada Bank early on, I mean, maybe goes to nothing. Who knows? But I like the product a lot. Wow. Wow. Yeah, speaking of Kevin O'Leary, I don't think he thinks I diversify enough. No, you do not. <laughs> what I did not understand, why would he tell you to pay like to pay down your real estate debt? I think he's coming from the perspective of someone who has so much money that it doesn't matter. Because yeah. I've, I've started to realize, too, as you earn more and more and more, the, the difference you can make in leveraging your money becomes less and less valuable. Hmm. Like, to go in... And, and and borrow money at 3% to make 5 yeah. When you're making so much money elsewhere, mm-hmm. it becomes less valuable. Um, so it, for me, it was really good in the beginning when I was trying to like save every dollar. It's like, oh, if I can get out that extra $10 a month by doing this over here, it's worth it to me yeah. in that growth yeah. phase. But sure. then when you get so much money, I think it's more about maintaining and less about growing. Sure. Yeah. The payoff phase. Yeah, like if you can sense. guarantee yeah. to me I'm going to grow at 5% a year Every single year, I would take it if that was like a guarantee, no questions asked next 20 years versus the possibility of earning 8%, but you also have the chance at making two. I'd pick the, probably the guaranteed five. Sure. Yeah. Just, or, yeah. or, you know, a better analogy would be making 3% or 10% mm. or 5% guaranteed. I think I would probably take the 5% guaranteed just knowing that I have enough all, you know, just, just, just let's grow it. Sell That's everything and invest into AT and T. You can get seven point no. what four percent dividend. Yeah, now. well, the stock slowly continues to go down. Yeah, that's true. I bought yeah. that a while ago, and it stayed exact. It's it's gone down like a it's dollar. It's flat. Or yeah. It's yeah, just been sitting at twenty nine yep. to thirty. Twenty nine oh, to thirty. Going down a little bit. I got oh, yeah. some short strangles on there. And oh you know, my gosh. My- I saw you guys did an options video, and oh, that didn't go well. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, it went amazingly. It was a two out of ten. And <laughs> also, also, why don't you sell covered calls on your Tesla? Yeah, because I don't want to miss the run-up. But you could still be generating crazy passive income, no. even if you choose strike prices way above right now. No, why don't you choose strike prices in like a month at $600? Like can we do a quick calculation hit. of how much you could be making off covered calls? Sure, yeah, of course. No, I I know. Uh, I mean, I'll occasionally do some call. I'll buy calls, which I know you only like writing. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw that video. I, no, um I, what, one of the things I'll tell you, one of the big reason that I love to just hold the stocks is because when I sit on a tons of unrealized gains, I'm not paying taxes on them. Okay, but that was also, in Kevin O'Leary's mind, a misstep. Nah, says, that was yeah. dumb. That was dumb in my you opinion. So? I, I will but bluntly also, say that that was, uh, Kevin O'Leary says that you, that's a good thing you're paying taxes. No. No, it's not a good I thing completely... you're paying taxes, but he says it was a mistake because this yeah, did yeah, occur. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, when you were up to $500, which yeah. is a pretty arguably like a, pretty ridiculous price for tesla stock right like yeah. after post split like if you were to sell yeah. and realize the gains yeah it did have a correction yeah you know and you could have accepted the the tax payment instead yeah of the but see correction. here's the problem that happens once you unlock the psychology of selling a stock 
you sell a stock like Graham did at 925. And then now you're out of Tesla uh, or, or less in Tesla. And then you've sold. Now your psychology says, well, I sold. Why would I buy in higher? Now you stop buying in at 1100 and 1200 I never sold. Instead, I just kept buying at 1100 I think right? his is more about diversifying, about cutting it off at 5 Yeah. moving to another stock. Right, and then rebalancing but over I that. But I see what you're saying, though, because mm-hmm. I sold at 9 something, and I thought it was a genius when it went down to like 7 or 6 Yeah. And I was intending to buy back in, but I didn't. I bought back in higher than where I sold it. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, it's one of so. the things is looking back is always easy, right? With, with, with stocks, certainly. But one of the things that I love is uh, not having to worry about taxes. Is, and if I can just avoid taxation, that's fine. If I'm unbalanced, I don't care. I don't need the money. I like the, 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 what I've chosen to invest in, and I'm willing to invest in that for the next 10. Yeah. And that's why you buy options as well, because selling options. I'll buy calls. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to say this because there were a few comments, and they said that selling options is extremely. It's bad relative to taxes, which is totally true. Like sure. I totally acknowledge that. Yeah. But yeah. also, you could be selling covered calls on Tesla, right? And if you were yeah. selling five hundred dollars strike price, mm-hmm. yeah. November six, so it's like yeah. forty day theta. Or I don't know how long that is. But sure. Yeah, about forty thirty days. That's 21. Election's 40 days away, so yeah, Move like 43 days. Here, Kevin. Sure. No, 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 you. Me? Oh, physically yeah, 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 me. Yeah, yeah, physically you right Oh, you want to get closer. How many yeah. shares do you have? Okay. Uh, probably 10,000. No, maybe more. Uh, let's just go with 10,000. $213,000. What, a month or a year? Um, Annual. In, in one month. In a month. That's a month? You can make $200,000 a month? So, because if you look... Here, I'll show you. So this is $500. So also you'd be able to sell Tesla at $500 per share, which is 100 more dollars in it. So it's like a 20% increase in one mm. month. Also, one could argue that this is a pretty high price for Tesla because this is where it did its past dip. Yeah. It's $21.33 per mm. share. And you see, you said you had 10,000 shares, right? Mm-hmm. 21.33 times 10,000. So you get to, so you do this, it doesn't hit it. You get $213,000 profit in one yeah. month. Or what you could do is if it goes above it, it would have to go up above that share price, $500, sure. by $21.33. Yeah, so for at $525, let us say again, and, and by November, uh, then then I lose whatever gains are above that. Exactly. But yeah. I've also now been forced to sell my stock. Yeah. Uh, and now I've also been forced to sell unrealized gains on $2.5 million or something like that. That's true. So it, now I'm paying, paying a, a $1.25 million tax bill that I wasn't ordinarily paying. It's true. Yeah, but what do you think but the chances two, are? The Tesla's going to hit five twenty-five in one month. I mean, that's for probably an unlikely chance. The Tesla's going to go from three ninety to five. Yeah, but look, go that's back to relative the election. Yeah, but you. be be relative to what the stock price was. I mean, uh, what's it at now? You know, four hundred times five. It's two thousand dollars a share. We were just buying Tesla at a thousand two months ago. Yep. You know, so uh, especially with a volatile stock like Tesla, it's almost one that I almost certainly don't want to do the options on. Now, if if you were saying, Kevin, you got all this money in AT&T stock, sell the $50 calls. It's never going to 50. <laughs> yeah, but no you one's paying. Saying, no, but exactly. how, much, how much could you yeah. make off AT&T? Let's 50, try that. Yeah, call. if Look I had that. all my money no one's, in at and No one's selling. There's Let's no see. way anyone's Let's uh, look. What's the highest, what's the highest sure. you could sure. Because nobody expects that as a potential, yeah. and that's where you can the market is. Sure, it's unlikely that it'll execute. Yeah. Watch, you go to November six. Yeah, sell a call. The highest. Well, the you're on buy. Chain. Oh, sell. I mean, it's the same, right? Yeah, five dollars. So I, I mean, get a penny. Realistically, you could. This would be 
12 cents on 31 dollar yeah. okay so so do that so do uh do five million dollars on on at t in tesla so do five mil uh but divided then divided by it was like how much per share is 31 dollars it's 31 dollars yeah or no it because it's how many shares you would be able to buy at current price so that'd be like 29 dollars right sure okay so divided by 29 oh as in how many shares right. i would have okay yeah. so you'd have that many 170 so divide, divide by 100 mm-hmm. because this is how many contracts you'd be able to buy mm-hmm. so a thousand so you multiply that times six cents or what was it oh uh, i didn't need to divide by 100 i can times by 100 because you just be able to use the because it's multiplying by 100 anyway here yeah exactly, yeah, exactly the price um so like 30 so multiply that times 12 cents uh, times point one two. 20, 20 grand 20 grand every yeah, if every went, month right for at&t to hit 31 31 yeah but yeah. that's with five million dollars right yeah so i mean it, it makes sense ab- the thing about um what it is, is do it. implied volatility right sure so yeah. since tesla has such a higher iv oh yeah uh which basically means how likely it will be to, to hit that price to sure exactly <laughs> so the higher iv rank there mm-hmm. is the higher the premiums are. Yeah. So something like Tesla has a really, really high IV range. Oh, yeah. Some things that can affect IV would be like earnings reports sure. or just like obviously fad news. Or- yeah, blowing numbers out of the way. Yeah, yeah. out of the water. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, but but the big thing for me, and I really disagree with Kevin O'Leary on that, I think the taxes thing is, is a terrible mistake. I mean, what? why? Why would I diversify away from Tesla just to pay the taxes? There's 50% diversification right there. But is, if you're is able giving it to, to the government to, to utilize so many write-offs, right? If you were to, I mean, there's a limit, right? I can only buy so many properties. Right? Like, yeah. What if, what if you're at your max, and then yeah. a new opportunity came up with a new property, mm. and you could sell those stocks, sell, you know, put that covered call there, and yeah. you were you were already maxed out. Would it make sense to you then? Uh, there never I, look, so look, if would... if there was a. Mm, See the the other thing is I then I'm going to miss the next run up, you know? And that's the big yeah. thing. I think the biggest thing for me that I that you mentioned the psychology mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Because there was a point in my portfolio where I was up a lot in Boeing. Yeah. I think I bought it at like 128 and went to 230 and I was up a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, "Oh, should I sell?" But then the taxes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't and now it's down to like 150 something again. I mean, obviously hindsight is 2020. But it would have made sense in that situation to pay the taxes, even at 50%, mm. uh, and just diversify away. But everything is down since then, so right. who knows? But You know, the other thing there is uh, one of the things that, that I learned by making the mistake was uh, having a strategy for the stock. So, for example, I, I never want to hold Delta, Carnival, Cheesecake, Dave & Buster's. My intention is never to hold those companies for. 10, 20 years, right? I don't care about those companies outside this pandemic, right? Uh, so for those companies, maybe that's Boeing for you. Maybe that would have made sense to sell Boeing. Uh, something like Tesla, Apple, Amazon, Etsy, Redfin. I, I have no horizon where I say I'm, I'm ready to sell it. And so I'm willing to just carry those taxes. You know, I think that's one place we differ is I'm a big fan of how much can I put into like a retirement account but get a tax deduction for mm-hmm. as opposed to the Roth. Because I'm trying to delay the tax bill, which, yeah, in the future you got to pay, but the future is uncertain. I want to be able to create as much wealth as I can now because that's going to 
you know, in my own well, compound point. Well, yeah, but you know, get yeah, com- then you pay tax. You get compounded I, tax too. I like yeah. knowing that what I have right now is mine. Right, that's what I like. And, I like the I peace of mind. Get just that. Pay tax on it. I'm good to go. But next, in real estate, you might never have to pay taxes on it. Right. That's that's the flip side. So if I can move money, uh, and and like I take margin. That's why I got into the margin. Is I take the margin. I buy real estate. I never have to buy real estate or margin. I never have to pay taxes on the market. But why are you buying so many? Why don't you buy one, two big ones instead of a whole bunch of little tiny ones? Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of competition for big units. It's insane. Uh, There's no way you can get a deal on big units. Uh, You have to overpay to get big units, and then you hold the units expecting them to go up in value. That's it. The cash flow covers the expenses. Maybe you got a little bit of a a 3 or 4% yield. You're buying in Texas or Florida or whatever. Maybe you got 5% or something like that. The rest over that, it's usually just magic juju where they delay the fees until later. Mm. Like this is something Cardone Capital does. They go, oh, we promise you 6%. They write the 6% checks. But then I, I, I believe, at least their their um, prospectus allows them to do this, they can actually waive their, their annual 1% management fee until they sell the property. So all of a sudden you get all of those, oh, by the way, we didn't bill you for the last 10 years. And yeah. So, mm. so your return effectively is substantially lower than the 6% that's advertised, especially with like the 35% waterfall he does. But it, all that complicated stuff aside, I love buying these little deals because you saw the hoarder house. Mm-hmm. You got the coffee machine. You still it's have a it? lot of work. It's right there. Seriously. I use it I use it every few days. You got it, yeah. yeah. And and people thought that was staged. That was a real yeah. find. And that has she had a lot of good stuff. I still believe there's a one percent chance you planted that there for oh, me. That's yeah. too perfect. It's it's I use it yeah. every single day. Well you are, you still think that I bought Instagram followers. Yes, I do. Yeah. Because but you said there was day. a twenty percent chance that I bought them. Yes. That, that was your belief. Yes. Yeah. What was the yeah. jump? Um, Kevin went from like, what were you at back then? A thousand went yeah. to like 11,000 within like two, like two yeah. days, three days. Yeah. And they're all like bot followers. All like bots. You could, you could yeah. look at them yeah, oh, yeah. and they're just like from different countries. Oh no, it was unsubs like crazy too. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. But we suspected that one of the people I exposed did yes. that so they could try to make an exposed video on yes. me. Yes, so yeah. uh, Kevin made an exposed video on someone else. Long history, man. Long history. We've been talking for a long time. He says yeah. I don't give him good ideas. Oh, we share good gosh. ideas, okay? Yeah. The Tesla video, the, the, the come on, the $78 Tesla, dude. Come on, that? man. I convinced you to buy a Tesla. <laughs> no, it was Jeremy. Yeah, right. It was Jeremy. <laughs> financial education. We'll have to duke video. that out. Uh. Yeah, we'll duke that out. But anyway, so Kevin did an exposed video, uh. and we think that person bought followers ten thousand to Kevin, so this person could then make an exposed video on Kevin saying, "Look, he bought these followers." Like, look at this. He went from this to yeah. this overnight. Look at all the unsubs. Yeah. This person's talking bad about me. Well, look at what he just did. Sure. Meanwhile, because anyone could buy fake followers for anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Wait, I don't even know what we were talking about before the Instagram follower thing. I forget. But, uh, yeah, you know, it kind of goes back to the beginning of just the the, the positive mindset. I think we were talking about Tesla call options. Yeah, I ain't doing any taxes. Kevin O'Leary, that's where we were. I disagree with the tax argument completely. I disagree with his mortgage advice. I think it's a terrible way for people to start. His, uh, what did he do with the with the protein versus protein and pasta carbs yeah. pasta yeah yeah that's an it's, old school mentality in the eighties you know what people, yeah. I think it's just because you you see these people who went through the eighties real estate boom yes it seems like everybody who went through that cycle anti debt is, is anti debt yeah 
But yeah. you have to think too, from their perspective, like the same people, the same like our grandparents or whoever went through the Great Depression. Mm. They're just like we're going to hoard what we have right now because you never know. We're going to keep sure. our cash. We don't trust banks. I think if you go through something like that, you might have a different outlook on things. Well, hundred percent. I think financing was so different then too. I mean, even just in the last recession, people like, oh, we're going to have another oh seven. You know, the financing now is so much better than it used to be. True, there are no negam loans. It's hard to qualify. You've got prime borrowers buying instead of subprime borrowers. The way is it? Neither is wrong. Like I can't argue. No, you can't have an argument with Kevin because Mm -hmm. it's like, well. He has not like 30 years experience on me yeah. and he's way more successful. He's seen yeah. way more. So who, like, who am I to argue? My, my point is great. You know, the market. I think that's wrong. Yeah, it's the true. 10 it's year bull market, Kevin. You don't know what you're talking about. Robin Hood, Robin Hood. <laughs> you know? Like, come on, that's stupid. Like, I, I, yeah. he, has, he has merit for I what he says. his advice for you is most effective for himself. And I think he would be able to manage his current assets way better than you could. And you can manage your current assets way better than he could. That's well said. Probably. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a good one, yeah. You know, one of the things that uh, I have noticed is that people will... Uh, do you want to... Res- oh, yeah. yeah. That they, just happened. Uh, the movie recorded seated the... Oh, ran out of space. Yeah, that's, that's you know, just finishing that thought I, on, on, on the Kevin O'Leary, I think. I think where he comes from is maybe seeing people have built wealth and then lose it all and then have to start over. Because he said, I think there was a line he said... Oh, I, you know, the last thing you want to do is have to start over in your 40s. He's not wrong about that. There, there is an aspect of you want to put aside enough of your wealth to where you've protected the base, so to speak. So, yeah. so you never have to start yeah. over. You know what I would say, though? It would make, you know, I don't want to jinx anything, but if something were to happen to everything and the real estate market like drops and mm. the stock market drops and all income dries up and tenants stop paying their rent and you can't sell anything that would have a traumatic impact even if you own 50 percent of everything outright oh yeah i mean just yeah. going through that then after if i went through something like like i'm knocking on wood here like if something like that happens uh i would never want debt ever again yeah, so i think that's, that's that that's why Dave Ramsey was like so anti-debt because he went through something. I think it's yeah. those events could be so traumatic. But that was short-term debt. That was like a three or six-month loan. Correct. Yeah. 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 Well, that that would certainly make you not want to do. Yeah, that I think again. those were thirty-day interval loans or like thirty to sixty-day loans. Hard money. Like, yeah. Kind of hard stuff. money yeah. loans that could be called at any time that he was trying to renegotiate every 30 60 days yeah. it's really very risky. risky very risky but things yeah. can happen well yeah. and and see look at that's what's so amazing about america is now you look at you buy a place with a 30 year fixed rate mortgage what happens to the the property when the market value falls you drop the rent a couple hundred bucks you keep, like that's it the bank doesn't call you and go yo margin call yo property call like you got to sell your bank right now cuz you're upside down they don't care. Yeah. They just care about getting their payment. And then not even that anymore because tenant stops paying rent or you got difficulties. We got forbearance for you. We got loan mods for you. We got options for you. This country does not want you to fail. They almost make it hard to fail in some cases. It I mean, it be. would have to be the perfect storm because yeah. I thought about like for me, like what would happen? I think yeah. it would have to be a cataclysmic earthquake. Yes. That would in be California that would wipe out all of my rental properties. Everything. So, so then that wouldn't, like, from that, so that all dries up, let's say. But then insurance comes in, because I have earthquakes. You have earthquakes. Everything. 
Um, but then no one would want to live here for a long time. Like the San Francisco fires. Yeah. It was like 20 years before people started re- really rebuilding and moving back in the area. So there goes your investment. I mean, mm. there's everything down 50% that you've, that you've accumulated. Wow. And then I'm thinking if that happens in conjunction with, let's say, something happen- happening with YouTube or something happening in the economy, sure, if those right. happen at the same time, yeah. then it's like, then what? And it could so, happen. The things like it's, it could. It's, it's, it's yeah. unlikely. Yeah. But even with the proper insurances, I mean, it's just I never I know. I can't it. believe you pay for earthquake insurance. It's so expensive because the deductible is like 10 to 15%. On this house, you would have yeah. to sustain $200,000 in damages for your insurance to begin covering you. And what are you paying? 300 bucks a month for this No, car? no, no, no. It's it, no, that $200,000. No. The, the land values, this home is probably only worth, it, It's I would say, about $120 a square foot for Pull this house. Pull up a policy, man. Nobody building in L.A. for 120 bucks a foot. You can't even remodel for that. I don't know what the policy says offhand. Three to 400 just, bucks a foot is your new construction on a rebuild. At so least. what is this, 2,200 square feet, so a million bucks? To build? But yeah, yeah, but about a million. They're putting yeah. you on value. I, I, don't, yeah. I mean, sure, they'll take off some land value, but... Uh, I would not be shocked if you have to cut a six-figure check before you have your earthquake insurance kick in. Before you do that, bolt your foundation for six grand. It is, yeah. You know? yeah and then what, what What? are your odds of a nine here? Like zero. I think uh, California, like LA Ventura, mm-hmm. your odds of anything over a seven and a half or zero. Mm-hmm. We have like a 1% chance of a seven and a half and a five to 15% of a seven. And a lot of the newer homes can stand those. Now, you own some older properties than I do. Mm. Uh, I actually don't own any properties older than about 1958. The 1920s properties, which you've got, uh, those I might be more tempted on or just consider lateraling up to some newer stuff. Yeah, my thought is it sort of, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything. I'd rather not No, 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 no. Okay. Rather deal, not deal. It, yeah. Something to think okay. about. Okay, something but to think about. Look at your policy because okay. it's probably 10 to 15%. If it's 15% and then look at what it is, because they'll tell you as, as to what the value is. And what are you paying? 300 bucks a month for this thing? No, 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 not that much. Um, I don't know. It's annually. Like this, I think, is like $2,300 a year. Okay, so a couple hundred one. bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, look it up. Yeah, Take sure. a look at that. Usually, earthquake insurance is like, oh, you're almost better off paying some retrofit fees. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just... And I think that's where I get so excited and I could talk for hours just about real estate investing. <laughs> just my perspectives. And that doesn't mean my perspectives are yeah. right. Uh, you know, we differ on, on things. Uh, but I did like the remodel that you did on your, your, your duplex. Thank you. Uh, that's, uh, that was really You nice. were supposed to move in so we could do an I'm evicting yeah. you as a tenant. I'm evicting me, Kevin. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and then the pandemic struck. And everything happened. What, a, what crap. Mm-hmm. This needs to end. I'm tired of the pandemic. I know. <laughs> we should wrap this up because we're getting to, we're past two hours. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a question. Cool. Graham? Yeah. You know what to do. Yeah. Uh, so the question we ask everybody. Oh. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? This is a Stephen Gardner question. Or Graham. <laughs> this is from Stephen Gardner's channel. How is it? He asked the same question. Did he? He, he asked the he, same he question. T- he took it from he us. He got it when from us. He, when did he say it? A month ago? Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing we've this been for doing months. This, uh, Shut since, up. Since like almost the beginning of the podcast. Yep. Yep. We asked uh, our second guest. Now, yeah. We asked Christine. 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 Yeah. Wow. No, you asked me on the first podcast. Oh, I did? Yeah. There we go. Steven Gardner, if you're listening, come on. Come, come on the on. podcast. Come on, Beyond. It's a great guy. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I wasn't listening after I thought about that, so you have to ask again. One sorry. duck-sized horse. A duck-sized horse. Okay, yes, yes. Wait, duck-sized Wait, No, no, sorry. no one horse-sized duck or a hunt. So a hundred duck, okay. little horses yes. or one big duck? I'd rather go with a fight the big. A little, little, <laughs> little <laughs> overwhelms. Uh, it's like uh, it's no one says that. Everyone would rather the whole bunch of little ones. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, because no. a, a horse-sized duck. Yeah. That's a big duck, and the beak. The beak would, would be get powerful. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be slow. Feet. It's gonna be slow. Ducks are not slow. Yeah. It can fly too. Yeah. You can just flap its wings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I. I don't know. I. Maybe I, it's just like one of those fears where you're like, you go to sleep at night and you just have these visions of like spiders coming up and taking over <laughs> your body and killing you. You know, like, I, I, I don't know, like little, no, no, uh, horse sized ducks. I mean, I get it, but you, you get a bunch of little stuff nibbling at you. That's a problem too. What would, would you have any strategy to it? Strategy. Wow. I, you know, I think if you, you, you got to get like, you just go behind like a table. And like you're on that side, uh-huh. <laughs> you just kind of keep uh-huh. running. <laughs> That's I have no idea. Jeez. Uh, you know, when I was a police explorer, the strategy was always if somebody pulls a gun as a police explorer, you have to zigzag run away. I don't think that would work for for a horse sized duck uh, to zigzag away. Maybe you just beeline it and GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of GTFOing, I think it's time to go. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. Really appreciate it. Kevin, we'll link to all of your information down below in the description. So uh, you could gain a whole bunch of subscribers <laughs> from this, man. An extra 10,000 Instagram followers yes. on this. Hey. Uh, let's see. What else? Subscribe. Instagram's down below. Everything's down below. We, we This episode is long enough, guys. If you actually made it to the very end, comment down below and just say you made it to the very end. Jack will be there answering every comment that has made it to the very end. Just say, say, okay, so here's, say it made it to the very end, and then, like, what little thing do we have them say? Just, just, only people who made it to this point will have to know this. Shave. <laughs> shave. Sure. Say made it to the end, shave. Made it to Semicolon. The end. Yes. Shave. Yes, made it to the end, semicolon, shave. Done. <laughs> Cool. So, so with that said, you guys. So with that said, say that. So with that said, you guys. So with that said, you guys. Thank you so much for coming to the iced coffee, not uh, not not coffee hour, and uh, thank you for watching and subscribing. We've got twenty dollar coasters here, and it was a blast. It's too hot in here. Next time we'll do it in mine. Cool. <laughs> All right. One thing. Can really quick. Yeah. Move this. Thumbnail. Oh yeah. We're just gonna do it. Thanks, yeah, right? yeah, and I I got destroyed. Oh man! Uh, I also did snowboarding for seven years. Uh, then I went on skis one time, and I never touched my snowboard again. Did you fall? No, it's just you're always on your butt in the snow. You snowboard? Yeah. You're always in the snow. And I've skied. Cool. Yeah, but you're always in the snow. Ah, oh, crap. Um, <laughs> can you just flip that? Around? Yeah, that's like. I just just a little yeah. I don't have to sit my butt in the snow when I'm go. skiing. I love That's it. True. It's That's so true. it's just anyway. chill. Casual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I anyway. would snowboard with you. All right. Well, so taxes. Well, so yeah. anyway. Ready? Okay. There we are. I hope you guys have questions. Oh, oh yeah, we do. Oh, okay, now I'm nervous. <laughs> All right. You ready? Go. Ready. Okay. Here we go. Go. Welcome back to the night. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I saw that. Re- I saw that record. All right. Okay. <laughs> 